What does the scouter say about their subscriber count? It's 9,010. Wait, so you mean... Yes, Nappa. It's... It's... It's over! It's over? It's over 8,000! What eight? Wait, what? There is a story so strange in its implications that it defies ordinary classification. Blackers in Black Times Infinity! You are now listening to the smooth, dank sounds of Black and Black Times Infinity. I am your host, your boy Blue. On my left is Cronus. Dave Chappelle did nothing wrong. Sure didn't. On my right is nobody. Because <laughs> everybody is either late or they pretend like they got kids and not not coming to work. Yeah. I'm reporting ass HR. <laughs> so Stitch and Old Ninja will be here uh, shortly, so don't worry. And then we'll get get along with the normal show that we do. But we had to start semi on time. I could, we couldn't wait for them to uh, to come through. Now we have the brain is dankness for you guys if you're listening live. But yeah. if you're listening to this recording, you're like, oh, okay. It still was posted. <laughs> yeah, we're still up. We're still, you know, live streaming on time. So we'll wait a few minutes for uh, to do the normal show. We'll just bullshit for a minute. So, uh, Blue, how is home ownership so far? Dude, it's a lot of fun. First of all, um, you know, walking around my house naked is the best thing ever. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, I don't have it's to worry about fucking in-laws and shit, like, poking their head out when I'm walking through the bathroom or some shit. Until you have kids and you can't do that shit no more. I am still do it. Go to bed. I'll, raise, I'll raise them wild. <laughs> wild and free. <laughs> Fucking, they don't have to go to school or anything. No, I'm not gonna do that. But no, it's it's cool like that and like um kind of going around doing home improvement stuff around the house. You know, like I think last week was the first time I ever had to take out the trash. Like, I mean, I did it when I was a kid, but like as a homeowner. It's, it's fucking different. Oh, you don't take it like a dumpster. Yeah, yeah. We, well, we have the roller ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, when I was in apartments, we had like dumpsters and stuff like that. But this yeah. one, actually, I had to roll out the three bins, for, one for recycling, one for lawn clippings, one for trash. Yeah. That was kind of cool. But since it's just the sweetness and I, we have this like tiny, dinky little fucking trash can. Yeah. So we have like, I think it's, I think they said it was like a nine, ten gallon trash can or something like that. Yeah, it's the, the standard one's super small. And so like, you know, when I first moved back to America... Um, in the Bay Area, the, the bins are, like, way smaller than they are in, like, SoCal, at mm-hmm. least, you know, where I lived in SoCal. And so, when I moved here, I would throw parties all the time, and the trash bins were so small, that, like, I would have to, like, it would take me, like, literally <laughs> two or three weeks yeah. to get rid of all the trash. Oh, shit. And so, I had to upgrade my trash service to get, like, a bigger bin. So, not everywhere I go, I get a bigger bin, just in case. Because they, they give you a small trash bin, but the other bins are, like, big. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I think my my one for my recycling and one for my lawn is, like, 90 gallons or some shit. It's, like, 10 times the size of my, my trash one. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. I mean, you can pay extra. I mean, for me, there's only two of you, so it's, it's not really a big deal. No. But once you... If you have a lot of stuff to throw away, it's really fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I have to sit there and, like, wait weeks or take it to the to the dump. So, when you go to the dump, you got to pay a bunch of money. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And our... I guess we also have, like, a... Our, at least the previous owners left a composting thing, so we have the option to compost. And like underneath our underneath our sink, there's a little composting trash can we can throw shit in, yeah. and take it out to the compost, which is kind of convenient. But that's good if you want to like grow uh, vegetables and fruits and stuff. Yeah, well, I got a bunch of fucking trees in my backyard, yeah. but and plants and all kind of crazy shit back there. Well, trees and they're they seem cool, but if they're like on the lines where like your uh, sewer, like your water lines go and all yeah, that shit. Yeah be a pain in the ass because that's why i was happy like this place that we have that has no there's no trees on the property mm-hmm. and there's nothing in the line of like our sewer lines mm. i've been in houses before where like you get a root in the sewer line and it's like it's Rat. a shitload of money to fix yeah yeah, yeah. so you gotta like dig up the whole line and shouldn't replace it it's a pain in the ass yeah. mm. 
so now you live basically we live in the same city now so it's that's yeah great. man so i've been living in my house the last two days and it took me like maybe eight minutes to get here I, there's like no fucking traffic yeah yeah you just gotta Where, come like come down mission that's yeah yeah but yeah. before i had to like take 880 from fremont and then exit like jackson street and deal with all that bullshit traffic but yeah i actually went and got food like around normally I leave my house like at seven to get here mm-hmm. but um yeah left like at 7:32 or some shit to get here <laughs> and got here like at 7:45. <laughs> yeah not bad you got to play with with little riley oh with, yeah uh, on snapchat <laughs> Little kids love the hell out of Snapchat. They do, and I can't fucking stand Snapchat. <laughs> I don't even have it installed on my phone. Well, it's funny because I used a baby filter on her, and nothing changed. <laughs> this is already a baby. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I was expecting her to be like even younger or some shit, but no, it just—it was just her. Makes her into a fetus or some shit. Yeah. Like a couple of atoms. <laughs> no, but that's—it's cool. Like uh, doing the home ownership thing. Uh, you have any plans for like for the house? Um. We're gonna just painting, like we're gonna paint the outside. Uh, we need to redo the windows because they're like old, al- not aluminum, but like they're metal frame okay. windows. Like the kind you have to like turn a little fucking crank for it to open oh, up. Oh, super old school. Yeah, and you yeah. crank it back. It's actually it's actually pretty nice having it, except that you know the uh, the window screens are on the inside of the house, mm. where normally it's only like on the outside. Yeah, yeah. But it's I mean it's, it works, but it's like the screens kind of flop around so you don't really get a good seal on the on the window it's and so like get in. bugs get in yeah i remember when i first uh moved in here like nobody was here yet and i was doing something in the house and uh, i opened up a window and there was no screw in the window i didn't know and mm-hmm. a fucking bird flew in oh shit <laughs> right to the window luckily it flew into like the into the blinds that go to the uh to my out my back door mm-hmm. sliding glass door and so i got it i trapped it in there and then I got to fly out after like closing the, you know, the sliding door. Well, I opened up the sliding door and then I started slowly closing the blinds because I couldn't fly out of the blind. Mm, okay, it was, like, yeah. I heavy for it to get out. Yeah. And so when I once I moved it over and I had to like hit the blinds to, to like get it, it to move. Yeah. And, like eventually it flew out, but it was like a huge pain in the ass. Because if it was like flew further in the house, been like, well, fuck, <laughs> I don't know how to get this thing out. You know. Guess you live here too now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shit. I guess I got a bird. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and now we got. Uh, I think we have. We have mice in the attic. They're not in the house. Mm, but they're good. in the attic. It's either mice or something bigger. It mm. might be something bigger. Uh, well, at least it's not like a fucking deer in your attic. Yeah, no. <laughs> actually, the, the deer stay in like the like over the fence. So yeah, it's kind of nice. I told you oh, about my. You I tell yeah, I think I told a story about the whole deer situation. It might have, might be the same school of deer that I see. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, I don't know if you guys are live or not. Yeah, yeah, we're live. Oh, <laughs> we gotta start. Yeah. Yeah, we got. Stitch and old ninja showing up on CP time. I mean, we could do CP time, but I was ten minutes a little too late. Yeah. CP time, be waiting another hour. Yeah, PP time. So, how y'all doing? Good, 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 good. We're just bullshitting about homeownership. We haven't actually started the show, but well, I mean, the show has started. We're live, but okay. We're the people looking and watching. Yeah. Show and listen. Yeah, we didn't get attacked by a wolf, so. Well, that's good. that's always good. Yes. Yeah. Wait, Valerie Harper died? Yeah, she died. Holy shit! She's like the first celebrity I ever met. Really? Yeah, because she was she did that show. Um, Valerie's family. Yeah, Valerie family. Like so, before Oninja or yeah, Oninja goes to the story. So my family and I we were down in L.A. and um, our van broke down in in Beverly Hills. Good place to fucking break down one thing. And um, this woman came over and she was like, "Hey, have you seen like a dog running around?" And we're like, "Oh no, you haven't." And she's like. I can't remember what she said, but, like, I remember thinking, like, that woman looks so familiar. And she, like, left, and then she came back, 
and she was like, are you guys okay? We're like, oh yeah, we're just having car problems. And she was like, oh, I can, let me, let me see if I can get somebody to come and help you guys. So she actually came over, like, she actually talked to us, signed autographs and stuff like that before she left. But yeah, she actually was there to help us out. Oh wow, that's, wow. that's pretty cool. Yeah, was, that's that's like the opposite of my uh, my sister story about Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she really hates that chick. Yeah, uh, I've I've heard that story about Jamie Lee Curtis. It's actually, quite it's a great fucking story. Yeah, bitch, who is you? <laughs> All right, uh, gentlemen. Since now you're here, we can uh, start the official show. Uh, let's see. Listener of the week would be. I don't even have it up yet. That's a shame, right? Oh, who's the who's the first in the chat? First in the chat would be I think it was Tracy. Oh no, it's Warrior Fella. What's going on, Warrior Fella? Thank you for what joining us. What up, Dad? Sierra Green is in the house, and also so is Tracy Urban. Appreciate you all uh, joining us in the live stream. Listener of the week would be Katut Ariana, I believe, and I think he's from Indonesia because those numbers line right up. <laughs> so, thank you very much for listening to uh, to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And I think you're our first listener in Indonesia. If you're not, uh, I don't know. How does that line? <laughs> how does that line go by Snoop Dogg, where he's like uh, something about Indonesia, something about weed? <laughs> I can't remember how it goes. Isn't it Indo weed? I can't remember how the lyrics go in the song. Let me see okay. if I can look it up. Um. So, on that note, we'll segue back to Valerie Harper. Uh, pouring out some, uh, we'll pour out some, uh, I guess, some champagne for Valerie. Uh, she's best known for her work on the Mary Tyler Moore show uh, for her character. And her character on the show also got a spinoff back in the 70s. In the 80s, she had her own show called Valerie, where she played Valerie Hogan. But she was fired from the show. She sued NBC and the production company that fired her. She won her case against the production company, but the show went on without her. And they renamed the show Valerie's Family. And then after that, they when they brought in Sandy Duncan, they renamed the show The Hogan Family. So, Hogan. Uh, yeah, she was nominated for Golden Globes, Emmys, Tony Awards. Uh, she was a dancer before she started doing acting. She was diagnosed with lung cancer in 2009 and was given three months to live. And then uh, her cancer cells reached her brain. That's why they told her that she was probably not going to make it. But then here she was in August 22nd, 2019. She passed away due to her illness. Um, she died eight days after her birthday. She was 80 years old. Got down. And then uh, another shout out to Gordon Bresick. He's an Emmy Award winning writer and producer for a lot of cartoons like the Animaniacs, Pink in the Brain, The Smurfs, oh, yeah, Tiny Toon Adventures, and more. He was, was 68. Was he also a voice actor? Uh, I don't think so. He might have been. But no, I saw that he's mostly, he's won awards for his writing and producing. I thought it was a voice actor who does the voice of, um, of different characters. Like a few anime characters passed away this week, too. Oh, I should, I, don't, I can't think of his name. Uh, quick look. Uh, the voice of, uh, not Vegeta, but there's a voice actor from. Like he does the uh, voice of the Adult Swim on Toonami. Yeah, he did the voice of uh, the guy with the green and white hat from Bleach. Yeah, yeah. I forget his fucking name now. Oh, I have to look it up. Yeah. There you go. Alright. So, so what were we talking about? Oh, uh, let's talk about CRX. Since you guys went, I did not. Um, how was the Crunchyroll Expo? I think uh, I think I'm the only one that went from here. It's me and oh, the Oathbreaker. Okay. So um there was no problem getting my pass this time. So that, that was worked. Good. That was yeah. that was a plus. Um, we got to meet uh, Bianca. Bianca, Chopa? who 
uh, I believe that's her last name. She was the organizer for all the press and for all, like, pretty much the lot of the con. Though she took care of the press stuff, she took care of a lot of the press events for us to interview, um, like the writers, directors, uh, actors, artists, all that. She was our go between. She uh, visited the press room a lot, make sure that we were comfortable, make sure that everything was okay. She made it clear that if there's an issue, we can go to her and she would take care of it, and whatnot. Um, shout out to her. She was putting in work. Yeah, we ran into her at, um, at, uh, God, not Crunchyroll, but at San Diego Comic Con. We did a, we watched a panel and her, and that's where I met Amy. Ooh. And, um, okay. yeah, like, yeah, she was super sweet. She, like, you know, make sure that we were able to get in and make sure we were comfortable and everything. Yeah, she was a really nice lady. Yeah, she, nice. she was on top of her stuff. She made sure that everyone was taken care of. Um, the Oathbreaker, he went to, he did most of the interviews. He handled all the interviews or whatnot because they were limiting, kind of like at uh, San Diego Comic Con, like one person per outlet mm. could only go to like certain events. There are other ones where um, you could have like more than two people or whatnot, but mainly uh, our celebrity stuff, which you'll see later on because the Oath, I think it's, it's all audio, all audio only, which we'll post later on, but. Uh, yeah, uh, everything went pretty smooth. Um, there was a good amount of people there. I was actually kind of surprised. This looked big, bigger than last year. I think is there what second year, third year doing this? Mm-hmm. So no, third year. Is there third? Yes, yeah, the second year at um, San Diego or San Diego, San Di- San Jose Convention Center. Yeah, yeah. let's say okay. You know, it's it's always nice to have good uh, people that deal with the press. I remember, like the first person we dealt with was uh, Stacy Miles, and uh, she was the person that basically got us into like doing conventions because we did. I think it was it was SVCC was our first one Silicon yeah. Valley Comic Con, and then from there she was like, oh, I think you'd be interested in SVVR, and then like that's when we started going to like all these conventions because basically uh, she hooked us up and got us into like all these conventions, and then nice. from there it just kind of kept going and going. But yeah, there's definitely some that are way better than others, like mm-hmm. the ones that help us out and like you know get us going. But there's some who just like whatever, yeah. just like whatever, like. <laughs> But we're obviously not going to name names. Right. But it, yeah. when they do it right, it's definitely appreciated. Yeah, it was definitely... It was way different than the other... Pre- like, usually the press rooms that uh, I've been to, they just leave you to your own devices. Yeah. No one really checks in. Someone just comes in, refills the coffee, the tea, and stuff like that. But it's usually just an area for you to gather your notes, post your material, charge your phones, charge your laptops, and then... Like a little rest area with a bit of uh, amenities, but this one there was actually like a coordinator, and Bianca was that, so it worked out. She would check in like every, once an hour, or whatnot. She'd always come in with someone, or she'd always come with the the itinerary and be like, "Hey, this next person's person's on the docket." Um, you know, when get your stuff ready, pretty much, and I will take you to them, type thing. Yeah. That's so that worked out. Worked out really nice. Versus like other cons, I get it because they're they're bigger than Crunchyroll Expo. But I mean, I I think it's still better that they would have someone like her role be a coordinator instead of us trying to ask people where is this, where is that, yeah, where do I go? Especially when you ask other staff, they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's like super frustrating. I'm like trying to ask, like, hey, where can I find this, this, and that? And it's just like, oh, I don't know. Or like, where's your press line? Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's the fucking worst. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of irritating. But this this one worked out pretty well. Um, I managed to walk the floor. There was a lot of anime stuff going on. Uh, they had, like, this weird, like, dan- dance, off, like a dance-off type thing. They had, like, a dance floor type thing where they had a DJ in the center of, like, the entryway. Not even onto the con floor, but... 
there's like this DJ booth and they had like this huge like dance floor where they're doing like the shuffle they're doing like the uh, the cha-cha and then they're playing like anime songs or people losing their fucking minds sure. to anime things they're like trying to fake fight in the middle of stuff it was like super crazy um, there's a lot of good cosplay there uh, <clears throat> there's just there's a good amount of people there it was also like I said pretty hot um, I only went for one day unfortunately but I mean there's like there's so much going on um, I think they're just gonna get bigger next year I was surprised talking to some people there there's a lot of people that came from like SoCal nor like super North Cal and out of state mm -hmm. there's people who came from out of state to come to this expo they were super excited they were here to see new stuff uh, see voice actors animators and people from Crunchyroll at this uh, event so it was really exciting to see and meet people like that there that like traveled all this way to come to this event so it was pretty cool yeah, I think for <clears throat> even for like Sandy, uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con, like a lot of people come from out of town for that shit too. Mm -hmm. Like um, this one girl I met who I did a photo of, um, her name slips my mind, but she's hot as hell. But uh, yeah, I think she was from like Washington or something like that. Not Washington, but like Utah, some, somewhere far. But yeah, she was pretty cool too. But I'm actually really surprised of how many people travel to such. I, I wouldn't say Silicon Valley Comic Con is a small event, but it's not like. Oh. A big one like your San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, right? It's oh, not. Yeah, I mean it's hard to get on the San Diego level because they have their um, associate. Well, they have their in, uh, associations with other hotels because where San Diego is, there's multiple hotels down there. Well, so, I mean San Jose does it like too. Like some of the conventions they have it like yeah. like uh, Fanime they had. A lot of their uh, events were in different hotels. Like However, San, but San Diego has more oh, hotels yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. than like San Jose does yeah. in their downtown area. Yeah, yeah. They have their opportunity to because they're building big ass skyscrapers. But I think that's like condos and shit. But I mean, there's just way more opportunity to house more like exhibitors at San Diego versus like um, even San Francisco. Like the Moscana Center is a big ass center. But there's not that many hotels around Francisco. there. I'm God just, dang! I'm, no, I'm serious. Like there, there's shit about oh we're not going to have these conventions that are not professional conventions anymore. Yeah, fuck them. Like they, they they lost their you know WonderCon. They lost San Francisco Comic Con. You know what I mean? Because it's not, it, it's in Oakland now. Yeah. <laughs> so because they want to be bitches about it because it used to be in the Moscone Center. And they just want to do all this professional shit. But it's like, dude, like why are you doing this? I think yeah, they just want sense. tech stuff. Yeah, it's just it's dumb though. Like money, it's money, shit. Yeah, don't. yeah. I don't, I don't get it. And, and the, the city in general, I've talked about it before, but it's been like on de on the decline for like years now. With like all their not taking not taking care of the city, they're bringing in all this fucking money, but they're not taking care of the city or the homeless problem or mm -hmm. the drug problem or all this shit. You know, they just where's the money going? So. Well, yeah. one interesting that came up about Crunchyroll, it didn't happen at Crunchyroll, but I guess, I guess it happened in one of the hotels where I guess there was a suicide attempt or something. Oh, I think someone committed yeah, suicide. Yeah, it was in the Fairmont. Yeah, it actually affected people. I thought someone people. died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it was like, hazmat. Yeah, uh, people got sick too. Yeah. It was like nine people. I didn't yeah. see the specific details. On yeah, I didn't see the specific details. All I saw, well, the, the headlines were misleading because it's like, oh, Crunchyroll nine sick or something like that from suicide attempt. I'm like, what the hell was going down at Crunchyroll? So, so what I saw, I only saw one report, but it was one from the local news that someone used some kind of gas, yeah, to kill themselves in their hotel room. But the gas got out of the room, 
and affected workers from the hotel and goers to the, of the event mm -hmm. where they had to be sick and go to the hospital. It makes like ammonia and bleach or something? Some shit. Something. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't remember the exact chemical compound, but it was enough for them to kill themselves with. Yeah. Um, it was found by a hotel worker. They're like, hey, this room smells and uh, people were getting sick and coughing and stuff. So they like evacuated the spot and they right. rushed people to the hospital or not. So, yeah, it was a terrible terrible thing to hear about yeah really. so um uh, kind of jump back to r.i.p so the guy i was speaking about was uh his name was michael Lindsay. Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay. yeah so he did the voice of uh kisuke and bleach and kankuro in naruto what's his last name it's kisuke uh, something right uhura or something like that yeah you you yeah yeah something like that <laughs> Uhura. but uh the, the what the character he played in naruto was the one that did the string puppets the one that was uh, Gara's kind of older brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was that guy. But he also did, like, he was also voiced for Digimon. He did Akira. Con Conqueror or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Obsu Gundam, um, Ala Star, Scry, and Big O, and a bunch of other ones. So he's kind of big in the anime world as far as doing voiceover work. But RIP to him. It doesn't say how he passed away, but um, he was young. He was only, like, 53. Damn. Yeah, it was crazy. Damn. Well, yeah. All right. Let's uh let's move on. So PSN Plus games dropped yesterday, and it was Arkham Knight and Darksiders Three. So I was looking forward to playing Darksiders Three because I'm a huge fan of the series. And uh, Darksiders Three, uh, I don't think I'm gonna play that fucking game. Why? What the fuck? I got fucking pissed. So I'm playing this game, and you're playing as Fury, like one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. She has a whip. Seemed pretty cool. It's a little more difficult than the previous games, but yeah. like you know whatever. Because I'm playing on hard mode. And uh, the first boss that you fight is, like, right away. It's in the first, like, five fucking minutes you fight a boss. The fuck? So I literally died, like, three times. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I fucking died. Whatever. But, like, when I first died, like, the first time, it put me back to, like, the very beginning of the level. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, so is this, like, that Dark Souls game? No, no it's not like Dark Souls. Oh. I feel like they punish you like it. And then, <laughs> and then I was playing some more. You know, I was doing good. And then I got pretty far on a level, and I died again, like, kind of out of nowhere. And then it put me back at like the very beginning of the level, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" You have to manually save. No, there's no manual save button. Oh Jesus! So I'm like, dude, like, I, no. This what is this coin-operated machine or some shit? What the fuck? Bullshit. Twenty-five like, cents. You, you can't put me at the beginning of the goddamn level if I died. It's like, that's it, rough. It seems like it's an unnecessary punishment to a gamer to like put somebody back at the begin, the, the total beginning of the level for especially no fucking reason. Especially in this day and age and shit, like. Yeah, where we literally we don't really need load screens. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, That's it's not good. What game was this again? Darksiders 3. So, if y'all... I mean, it's free on PSN Plus, so go ahead and play it. If you never die, then I guess great. <laughs> but if you die, you're gonna be like, dude, what the fuck? I have to go back and play all this shit again? Does it at least look cool? I mean, it looks... It's okay. Okay. It's not, like, the greatest looking game. You know, it's, it's a Darksiders game. I mean, they're, they're fun. It's kind of like a... I think the first one was probably the best, because it was kind of like a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's... It, I mean, it's fun to play, but... The other games, when you died, like there was no like huge penalty on it, and also like another thing that's bad too is I don't know if it's gonna play on hard or not, but like you'll die after like just a couple of hits. Like I would say probably like five six hits, you're dead. Right. So yeah, it got pretty good reviews, like uh, seven out of ten on Steam. Yeah, seven out of ten on IGN. And I'm pretty sure we'll look up Metacritic, like see what this. Uh, Metacritic got to be a sixty four percent. Yeah, yeah, because I'm pretty sure people are gonna they're gonna complain about the same things. It's like. 
the the penalty of death is like too fucking extreme. Yeah. Because well, hasn't, hasn't this game out been out for a little while? Uh, less than a year. Right. Like I, I don't mind. Obviously, when 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 you die, obviously you need to have some sort of point that you go to, but not the beginning of the level. Like when I said like the beginning, it's like when you reach a new area. Like, it'll put you back to where you first found the area. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, how the fuck did I even get back to where the fuck I was? Like, I've been playing a lot good. of Daisy, and they punish you like that. But, I mean, it's a, obviously a much different game because you're dealing with a lot of PvP stuff. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's different. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're, not, you're not looking for... Because, like, obviously you have to find shit in this game. So it's like... Just remembering, like, where the fuck you went is, like, difficult. And the map isn't that great. So, yeah. Anyway... So, but it's free ninety nine. Yeah. Well, if, if you pay for PSN, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> PSN Plus. Yeah. And Dark. What, what other game came out for PS Plus? Arkham, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Which that one is that's a ten. That's yeah. 10, so. Great fucking game. I still think game. those are. To me, that series is like the the best video game. Yeah. Uh, of, yeah, of comics. So. For sure. I mean, Spider Man was good, but Arkham Knight did the combat way better. Yeah. Like yeah. way fucking better. There's no argument on that shit. Yeah. And the same thing with the with the, the story was. Just as good as Spider-Man on the PS4. Mm-hmm. The one thing I like about the Spider-Man game is the way that the characters look. They kind of look kind of weird for this kind of day. I mean, uh, even though the world, the environment's really large, but like the animation for like the cutscenes and stuff like that, it wasn't uh, that well done, in my opinion. Like, hmm. I don't know, it looked pretty, I don't know, old style animation for a game. You know what I mean? Says so the guy wearing a Batman shirt. And just of course. Saying. <laughs> I mean, I love the game. The gameplay and stuff was fun, but just the, the cutscenes were like, what the hell? No, no, I, I got it. The other thing was that people people kept praising the uh, the combat in the game, and I said it from the beginning. Like the combat, I mean, it was good, but you could tell they just like they basically just took notes from the Arkham series. And yeah. They were just like, oh, just leave this part out, like the part where you can like easily use your gadgets. And like yeah. in this game, like using your gadget, it was like so clunky. You had to like basically pause the fucking game yeah. because the gadget was so annoying. It was like slow down. Yeah, really slow. Goes below yeah. time and. What's messed up? If you're in a heated battle, you're taking hits and damage while you're in this little screen. Yeah. So I was like, "What?" So you basically had to have either your go-to like, yeah. gadget or just use the normal shit. That's all. I, I just use the normal shit. Yeah. I just used my Pretty ultimate. Much, yeah. I just yeah. had it to where my ultimate like charged like really fast and just fuck people up with that. I'd rather use my ultimate. Like in all, all most games that I play, I would say that's probably my, one of my problems is that I don't use like ultimate attacks like Carly at all. I always use that because I like watching people get fucked up. <laughs> Well, my favorite thing with the Batman games is like when you when you find a group a gang of guys and stuff like that, and right before you knock out that last one, it slows down and you yeah. get that boom. The time, yeah. I should always make me happy. And that's how you knew that was the last guy. Yeah, too. that's how you know it was the last guy. Because yeah. you're like, oh, are you just... do are you do like a super move? You get the super move done correctly, where you can like suplex the guy or like break his arm or some shit like that. Oh Shit's yeah, great. That was great. Or string them up. <laughs> I like like countering like a ton of people because I was like, I didn't know you can chain your counters. Oh, I thought yeah. you could do it one at a time. And you start fucking up. Yeah, because then you like block, you block one, two, then three, and then you slap all of them together. And then if you were having a hard time, you can always use your smoke grenade to like escape. It was worked out pretty dope. Oh man, uh, Breaker of Oath posted this video today from uh, one of the Batman games. Oh, and yeah. somebody fucking, whoever this is, your mama's a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> they switched the Batman and Catwoman characters. <laughs> so Batman comes walking, walking into sexy. the screen all sexy and like shaking his hips and shit and like hella being a fucking tease to Catwoman. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. it was super funny, but your mama's a hoe. <laughs> uh, sounds like something someone did on the PC. That shit is great. That shit it's, is great. It, great games. Totally great games. So did uh, you get to watch, finish the Chappelle 
comedy. Yes. Oh man. Yes. Have we, we all watched it? Yeah. Yes. We it? don't. We do this without the Oathbreaker. Okay. So I'm just gonna preface this. Y'all know us on the podcast. Obviously, we talk a lot of shit. But this, what we're gonna talk about right now, is definitely gonna like demonetize this entire fucking episode. <laughs> Even though most of our episodes are demonetized anyway. But we're about to say we're gonna use some some harsh language. At least I yeah. am. Because yeah, because uh, there's certain jokes that he said on there. Yeah, that I language that language. is used in the actual we're quoting. Yeah. We're quoting. We're yeah. quoting what this someone else, yeah. another artiste has said. So what did y'all think about overall by the special? Dude, I I thought it was one of his best work. To be honest, it was so like I was talking telling you earlier. I was in my room painting while, and listening to it. Just listening to it. I wasn't watching a video, and I laughed so hard I almost fucked up the paint job. Like <laughs> my wall is blue and I was painting white trim, but I was like, I'm gonna put a fucking C on the wall. But I thought it was hilarious overall. I really enjoyed it. Um, I've his uh, all his comedy ones. I really enjoy. I wish I could remember how I ranked them, but uh, it was on par with, with how I. I didn't think it was anything over the top, crazy bad or yeah. anything. I mean, yeah, I don't think it was bad, but it definitely for me, it wasn't his best work by far. Killing him softly for me was his best work. Oh yeah, like <laughs> easily. Just a little crack on him. Yeah, that shit was like his best work. <laughs> Cause it was like a non-stop barrage of just like, this one where he talks can about I fucking breathe, please? The I'm Nick laughing Cannon so hard. Thing, I think he has no, Nick it was before Cannon Nick joke. Cannon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But it was the one where he was like, he was skinny and he talked about like sprinkling crack on on dudes after they got arrested. Okay. And he had a bunch of like really good jokes. And he, he talks about the woman at the club dancing and she was pregnant and she's like, is that? Oh, it was with the baby, oh, yeah. baby sunk in the club. And people wearing, women wearing hoe outfits. Yeah. And be like, just because I'm wearing this doesn't mean I'm a hoe. And like him walking around with like a policeman's uniform. Wait, wait, wait. Just because I'm wearing this uniform doesn't mean I'm a cop. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, actually, I'll say Killing Himself was probably one of his best words. People forget about that, though. Like, yeah, I, I think people need to rewatch it. Don't get me wrong. I love this special, but it's for totally different reasons. So his social commentary right now is is on point. What do you think about Ninja? Oh, I, I thought it was good, but I, I I definitely say I don't think it's his best work. But I was laughing half the time. I think I was going between ha 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 to like ooh he said that mm. pretty much the whole time. But I was still enjoying it. But a lot of the times, like he would preface what he was about to say with like, well, I'm about to say this, but y'all keep getting mad, so. This is why you get mad. Then he makes a joke about it, and then it's what? like I don't, I don't get. I mean, the whole point of a comedian is to just speak honestly and or mm-hmm. whatever, just comment on stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. it goes back to I mean Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy, George Carlin. I mean, they've all they've mm-hmm. all sort of done it. Um, I mean, they've picked their targets yeah. in terms of who who it is that they're uh, might be the getting the bullseye or the blunt uh, the the brunt end of the joke. Well, and it's, I mean, they're supposed Different. to be, it's supposed to be funny. Not, it's not supposed to be like, you shouldn't be watching comedy to figure out some lifelong truth yeah, to something. To mold your thinking. Yeah. yeah, you should just go to, I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of stuff that Dave Chappelle says, it's like, it's based upon truth and it gets, it's thought provoking, but that's not where you're going to watch him or any other com- comedian for. Right. Unless, unless it's like, nah, most comedians, you're going there to fucking laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the whole point of going to see a comedian. So if they embellish upon some stuff or say something that is fucked up, they're doing it for the laugh. No. It's, it's not to convey some sort of, you know, truth. Right. That, yeah. I thought it was because well, I think you got to remember, heard... we're in a different area, different era, not area, era. We're in the Me Too area. So where everyone's. Hey, hey, he's fucking up here. Oh, man. 
Yeah. Drake's is he just like in the in the Hey man, maybe my mom's dead. <laughs> yeah, maybe his mom's maybe, dead. Maybe his babysitter. Go ahead and answer it. Uh, <laughs> that part was funny. Oh uh, yeah. I mean sound like your phone's gay or something. <laughs> no, that's right. But um I didn't hear all of the buzz going into it. Um that I guess the the whole controversy stuff um at least as as loud as people are complaining about it when I had watched it, but I've seen over the I guess the past week or so that it's been out. People just been getting I saw all day crazy. One. Now, when it started off, They're so mad about you. I was man. like, I was like, oh boy, because immediately starts off go. Uh, I didn't know where he was going with the whole um, other Anthony Bourdain, story. Anthony Bourdain thing <laughs> yeah, or whatever. I was like. I was like, oh boy. I thought that <laughs> that was, was the only time where I was like, oh boy. I, I was like, that shit was really I was like, we're 20 funny. seconds in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like when he first opened up with that, because I was, I, I've heard other controversy about the show, and one of them was about that, like, oh, you know, that, like, how could he talk about something like that? But it, it like led into a different joke. Like he explained like what, why he brought that up, which is, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I mean, he, and he. The, the part that you should take from that is like you never know what's going on in somebody's life or whatever he was like Anthony Urbane he was like he had the, the best job just traveling over and eating good ass food or whatever but you never know what someone's going through or dealing with mentally but yeah. I guess people just fucking didn't catch that that part of it well they, they leave out what, what these people try to do is they only will attach themselves to the part that offends them but not listen to the other parts that are actually way more important you know what I mean like everybody wants to talk about his LGBTQQA plus whatever the fuck the alphabet, alphabet people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so people get so mad about his joke about that, but they totally ignore the his joke about not even a joke. This is just like fucking truth. Yeah. About him saying like the correlation between like the word faggot and the word nigger. Like how come I can't say the word faggot, but I can say the word nigger. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he was talking about how like when he did the Chappelle show, how I guess the not the FCCA or but like there's like some they have a someone from HR. It's basically yeah, they, an HR. HR diversion of like uh, it's called like there's a name for it. It's basically some kind of like ethics like, standards and yeah practices standards and, or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like that. standards practices. Yeah, yeah. So it. basically, oh. what they what Comedy Central would and would not allow, and he like talks about how, like Hernan said, he even asked like. Someone, I guess, one day, like, how come I, I can say this and not that? And they're just like, well, because you're one of those, I guess, kind of. Or she hinted at that. Like, basically, because well, no, what she because said was, you are, oh, you can say this. Well, she, to paraphrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let me just actual phrase it. She said that you can't say the word faggot because you're, because you're not gay. Right. And he's like, well, hold on. How come I can say the word nigger? He's like, I'm not a nigger. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how he put it. <laughs> I don't like saying that word or the other word either. So, but it's funny but because it's, it's like, true. yeah. But what's funny to that? Because like I seen, I saw the, the show today, and the fact that people are more mad about him like using the word like faggot and the R. Kelly and Michael Jackson thing, but nobody's mad about him using N word. Like, use it a lot in the standup. But and that's that actually goes to this point because people don't they don't they don't give a fuck. They just they just want to choose something to be offended about because they're part of some what they see up here what they think is a marginalized group totally forgetting now that black people are still marginalized like motherfucker mm-hmm. you know what i mean like way more marginalized to this day than most other you know groups out there but they don't care because they happen to identify you know with this group therefore and they might not even gone through any sort of harsh times whatsoever most people today uh haven't been called names like that but you can look up on the internet there's you still see plenty of stories of people getting called the n-word mm-hmm. all day you still see People getting shot by the cops, you being unarmed. I don't see any stories about 
you know, some LGBTQAA+, whatever the fuck, getting shot unarmed. You know what I mean? I don't see them having a, a huge problem, you know, living in poor communities. I don't see them having jo- having problems getting jobs as, as the same way of, as African-Americans still do. None of that shit. But they want to they want to have fake outrage over this shit, not even realizing that we still have problems that are... I don't want to say that they're... I'm not going to oppression... Uh, Olympics, you guys, but we still have fucking problems in our communities, but you just want to ignore it. Yes. To make it seem like you're more important than, than we are. Nobody's more important than anybody else. We all have our own fucking problems. Once you realize that we're, we have all of our own fucking problems, maybe then you'll find this shit fucking funny. And it was huh. fucking funny. Like, the his whole story about the, the, the letter people and the car ride had me fucking rolling. Oh, that yeah. shit was so fucking funny. Yeah, and that was already a... Uh, but it, it's kind of about it. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it's funny because like you know I've heard from like I have friends that are gay and they would they would talk about how like you know they're like the gay people are cool with the lesbians but like you know they they don't understand like transsexuals are like people who are bi like they like I've heard a bunch of gay people say bi people are like freaks like they're <laughs> yeah. like how can they have sex with everybody like what the fuck like that doesn't that doesn't fucking go right but like. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's just funny to me. Like they don't understand something that when they're doing something that to a lot of people isn't normal. But I don't really give a shit. Like most, I think I think if somebody's reasonable, they wouldn't care either way. Like you wouldn't think that uh, you might not be able to you might not understand why somebody's gay. But why does it matter to you? Like they're doing something that's consensual. So why the fuck would you give a shit? Yeah. Same thing with like bi people. Like I don't give a shit who they're fucking. They're not gonna fuck anyone. Who I'm gonna fuck? So I don't care. Yeah, I, I didn't really don't get the con. I mean, I don't understand why they're so mad about it. Whatever. I mean, it's comedy. Sometimes you catch the you catch the joke or whatever. Unhappy people, man. The yeah, people like, that have like they they're just unhappy with their lives and they need something to complain yeah. about. Feel special. Like nothing that he that he said was like putting down the letter people. Like people, <laughs> I, I'm the alphabet people. That's like the best. That's gonna be the, that's gonna be the phrase now. The alphabet people. Yeah, it's it's like it's funny. But like <laughs> they he took over twenty percent of the alphabet. Oh, that's all bad. <laughs> I was like, as soon as you said that, I was like, count over. I was like, yeah, it's cool. Getting that right there. But no, like, he wasn't saying anything bad. Like, he just talked about real world stuff. Like, and it just fucking made sense. It wasn't, I mean, I didn't perceive it as derogatory or like uh, preaching like hateful thoughts Mm -hmm. or fucking uh, actions or or doing stuff to that group of people so exactly. I don't I don't see what the, the the outrage is behind it but there's been multiple stories now of people saying that Dave Chappelle is a white supremacist and I'm like I didn't even bother to click on that oh, I was yeah. like on yeah that's not worth reading not getting my click yeah. yeah they didn't get my click either yeah, I just uh, I just kept on scrolling that's so, somebody that's that, that's totally irrational totally irrational uh did you guys you guys ever notice when he makes a transsexual woman joke he always includes that he has some kind of sexual encounter with them. Like one of the specials, he talked about how he was dancing with a trans woman and he didn't know. Mm. And then he's like, well, let's finish the dance. And they finished oh, the yeah. dance. And he talks about how he fucked her tits later <laughs> and then how he left. And then this one, he talked about uh, the sticks and stones special. He talked about another trans woman and, uh, Oh no, actually this is actually the um, epilogue. Did you guys watch this part? They didn't, I didn't no. see that in the video. So if you let the if you let it play past the credits, there's like a Q and A session. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, see so that. mine didn't show that. Like I actually it's, watched all the way to the end. It didn't show that part. Yeah, it plays like literally next. It's like a whole separate video. Oh, yeah, mine's mine. So once not it play. once it uh, ends, it'll load into the next thing, and then he talks about um, 
he's never done this before, but it, he does a QA. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because I tried looking it up, and uh, I guess it's not its own separate thing. You have to watch or fast forward to the end, and then it'll kick in this QA session, session. But he lets people in the audience ask him questions. So he answered one of them about how he felt about delivering a transsexual joke. He talks about there was a trans woman in the audience. He asked if the joke was okay. Did it offend them? They said no. And then he, he talked about how um, it became a political thing. And then he talks about how they made out. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, the crowd, like, was cracking up. And then he moves on to other stuff. Well, see, so. that's... The funny that's thing is, that's ob- it's, it's obviously a joke because he's been married for, like, the longest fucking time. Mm-hmm. It's a hot Asian chick. Yeah, and so there's no way he that made that fun actually- of her, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what you did. And his kids. Yeah. Didn't pull no fucking punches. But people, they gloss over that shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they didn't even make fun of... They didn't even, like, crucify him over his, his Asian joke. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that shit was... That was the most offensive thing <laughs> yeah. that was on there for me. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, yeah. pretty offensive. Yeah. yeah. But in context, though, you know, I mean, obviously did it right, but it was just like... You're really gonna go there with the big teeth and the fucking ha 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 But this dude. is how I feel inside. Yeah. <laughs> oh my what goodness. What do you think? What if you were an Asian trapped in a black body? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, he says that that joke makes his wife mad. He said he only pulls that out on her <laughs> when <laughs> they really fight. <laughs> they're fighting. Oh shit. Yeah. My goodness. When he said that, I was like, I don't think I can do shit like that with the sweetness and like pull out some like Mexican shit because it's like <laughs> I can't even think anything I could do. The stuff he was saying with like the school shootings, I was cracking up laughing. That had me fucking laughing. <laughs> that shit was all bad. He was saying that the kid was gonna be taking notes. Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Where we where we meeting up again?" Yeah. yeah. Once he said that, I was like, "Holy shit, that's so fucking obvious." Because like a lot of oh, the pe- a lot of people who shoot up the schools are the fucking students. Yeah. And then when yeah. he was like, when uh, then when he was buying the gun or whatever, mm-hmm. and with the buck the buckshot, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he was like, he started. Shaking the pepper, box. Oh, pepper them up. Pepper, pepper them up. Pepper them up real nice. Yeah. Talk about the meth guys. That oh. meth yellow oh, skin. Oh, yeah. When he started, when he talked about... <laughs> that uh, part's all funny. He's all, he's all, that's not heroin. That's meth. And yeah, he popped he, back up on the <laughs> I died laughing. The whole crowd was dead. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, you shot me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, when he talked about... Um, oh, sorry. I was going to talk. When he talked about... Uh, <laughs> Juicy smoke. Oh, juicy smoke. Yeah. Yay. That See, I opened. I opened yeah. my. That was my opening in last week's yeah. cast. I guess nobody really got that part. Yeah. But juicy smoke. Yay. And like at first, I was like, he's not saying what he. Th- I think he's saying. And sure enough. He kept going with it. I'm like, oh, I didn't get, I yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that first either. We called that shit on this podcast, too. Yes. When it first got announced, we were all kind of skeptical about that shit. Yeah, I mean, just like you said, uh, when he's doing his little bit about the cop showing up to the scene, yeah. like, you went to Subway. At 2 o'clock in the morning. At 2 a.m. <laughs> below freezing temperature. Yeah. And then people okay. were talking shit about, oh, you know, black men are the problem, blah, blah, blah. They're not supporting They're, this No dude. support, yeah. I'm like, you don't. It didn't fucking sound right. Yeah, it like, didn't sound uh, right. Like, no, we were but, supporting by being skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shit was fucked up. He's like, where are you going to find rope in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, who the fuck walks around with a literal, a literal fucking noose and a bottle of bleach in 16 degree below, you know? And how would they even know he was fucking going to the subway? Like, and how, I mean, how would some MAGA hat wearing, well, he already covered it, but how would yeah. MAGA hat wearing dudes know no. that he mm. was in fucking Empire? Exactly. Unless mm. they're watching Empire. Yeah. Which, 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 not, which, not, yeah, which would not. not it's just highly, that's super improbable. <laughs> the cops knew it too. They just didn't want to make that shit public, because they suspected him from the jump. They're like, something's not right. Well, and that's that's what made it funny because he doubled down. He actually tripled down on that shit. He did. And then when it got to like the pre, he, he was going to the court stage, and they're like, surrender your phone. So like, they were trying to help him. They're like, we're trying to help you catch these people, and he's like, no. 
They're like, well, well, no, they they knew that that shit didn't happen. No. Yeah, but yeah. he he would not surrender his phone yeah. to give up well, text. He, he started to turn it on the police department and be like, they're not helping me. Yep. Blah blah blah. They're complicit in this. this the police uh, came out and said that he's not helping. And, and then they were like, oh really? Well, you under arrest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all bad. So, juicy smoothie. Yeah, I might wait, rewatch that. That uh, I've seen, I've again. literally seen this special twice. Well, so, did you guys talk about the Michael Jackson thing? No, no, not yet. Not yet but yeah. go ahead. Well, I'll tell you. Like, hold on. There was one thing that this one was missing. So, two specials ago, it was his first Netflix special. I don't talk about the second one because the second one actually wasn't that one wasn't really that good because it was like basically him kind of fleshing out jokes and just talking to the crowd. Yeah, he was the oh, other one. That was one in Texas, right? That one's in San Francisco. No. That's him at the punchline where he's smoking and he's just sitting on a chair and he talks about the pimp and hoe story. Yeah, yeah. That's in San Francisco. But well, I thought it was in the comedy store. No, that was that was him in San Francisco, and that was like a last minute thing, and that packed because I think the Oathbreaker and myself were trying to go, and it didn't work out because it was like that sold out oh, easy. Look, but I was I was pretty sure that was in the comedy store. Mm-hmm. I'll look in a minute. But what this one was missing was in the first Netflix special, he had one of the greatest shows of all fucking time. <laughs> yeah, that... and it was the one where he told the punchline first. Yes, and that shit. Oh. That was like a, that's a fucking impossible joke. I forget what the and hell. It, it's kick him in the pussy. Oh, kick him in the pussy. Then yes. I kick him in the pussy. Yes, kick him pussy. that shit was great. And this this special, while it was funny, it had nothing even close to that fucking yeah. shit. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That He's great. like, this is. Let me tell you how I'm a comedian. I'm a comedic genius. genius. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the punchline right now. And he told oh, he told the fucking punchline at the beginning of the thing. And by the time he got to the fucking story you didn't forgot about it yeah. until you yeah. fucking said and it then again. he drops the punchline and like yeah. everyone's like oh shit but I, I guess another controversy with his with this what, what's so funny is this this comedy special was called sticking stones everybody knows sticks and stone may break my bones the words will never hurt me and there's a whole bunch of people who are getting hurt by his words mm-hmm. which kind of perfectly it perfectly ties into the title of this comedy yep. but you know he talks about the whole michael jackson thing how he doesn't believe michael jackson did it but like he explains like kind of why he doesn't believe but it, it's he doesn't in like a comedy way it's like you know people like if you watch the hbo special like people like kids were saying that like michael jackson was like looking at the buttholes and that shit right there was funny enough but then he talks about like the whole macaulay culkin thing and how like he's, he, oh he, he even talked said about that he, he would he fuck macaulay culkin that like, was kind of he said something he's already he's said something about michael jackson before i think about like when uh in one of the comedy specials i think it was him or chris rock but i think it was Chappelle talking about when uh they wanted him to describe the penis or whatever he's like oh it's got fucking glitter on it or whatever <laughs> stuff like i think where, shit i don't know who said that yeah i thought it was him but i, I could be wrong but uh, i mean i don't know if he actually when comedians are doing their their skits and everything i don't really hold what they say with a lot of value if he yeah. thinks that whatever is innocent or guilty i mean he's just there to entertain me i'm not there for him to give, give me some fucking political rally kind of yeah get thing. you get you motivated to do some shit yeah but uh, his, so i don't know if he actually really believes it or not or whatever then. so i'm gonna point this part out because i think this is extremely important because this is probably the first comic bit he says when um he comes out and he says um uh, he's got like two impressions, right? Yeah. And he does one and it's like, whatever. You're like, where did that come from? And then he does this other one where uh, he points out, if you do anything wrong in your life and I find out about it, I'm going to try to take everything away from you. Who's this impression of? And he said, that's you. You are the cancel culture. You are the like uh, most butthurt culture like that. He's making fun of like everyone that's basically trying to come after him. He even talks later on about how he said something about uh, Michael Jackson 
or Juicy Smoothie. Oh, Juicy Smoothie. Mm-hmm. And he said he thought he was going to get canceled because he wasn't showing support. He was just like, shit don't add up. <laughs> so what, what's, what's funny, too, is that, like, this this is a little bit on, like, uh, what is it called? Like, kind of breaking the fourth wall shit where you talk about how, like, you know, if you're watching my comedy special right now on Netflix and you have a fence to it, well, guess what? You motherfucker clicked on my face. Like, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. the one that chose to watch this. And, like, didn't you watch my last video or whatever? Like, you know who he is. Like, why would you even try to fucking watch it if you, it's something that you know he's going to say something that's going to offend you? But uh, uh, I was going to talk about the, the R. Kelly thing, how he talked about how, like, you know, they wanted him to kind of help out with the whole the documentary they were doing R. Kelly. And, like, he didn't want to do it. And the whole reason why he didn't want to do it is because he know he knew nothing about that motherfucker. Like, he didn't know anything about R. Kelly to even fucking, like, try to talk on that. Which I thought was fucking interesting, too. Because, I mean, I know he did the... the the peel me video on his fucking stand-up thing yeah. Yeah. yeah and then he, he did a remix to it yeah. <laughs> he even did the court thing uh he was like he would have to be holding up a picture him and his mama saying that that's him while yeah. peeing on it. so he's i mean he's oh no that was in that was in boondocks oh i think, was, I think i was scared from boondocks. okay get my my good companies mixed <laughs> up but yeah, overall, I thought it was a really good stand-up, and I understand. Yeah, how I mean, even people that he's like cool with, like the Louis C.K. incident, he talks about that, talking about how, like, th- how he thought part of the incident was ridiculous. Like that part was kind of crazy. I will never think of pancake butter the same way again. <laughs> that's for sure. But it was just, it was just crazy. Yeah, it was good. Everyone was a victim. And I think he pointed out that he's been a victim as well, as far as the the cancel culture and being called out and whatnot. <clears throat> so but he also like brought us some other topics that were really good, it's like the whole fact that you know the abortion topic, the abortion topic, how like you know now I think the the the, country, the state that he was in, like he's in Georgia, com- yeah, in Georgia is completely banned to having abortions and stuff like that. I thought it was yeah. in Ohio. Uh, he He's he lives Ohio. in Ohio, okay, yeah. but he was doing a comedy state in Atlanta, and they have the heartbeat law in their in that state. Yeah. A very strict uh, abortion law. So, yeah. For my intro, I was gonna say that um, <laughs> going to Hawaii isn't free. <laughs> so no. you, you gotta watch the stand up to find out about that. But uh, speaking of stand up comedians uh and chronocide talked about it but they dropped that trailer for bad boys oh yeah <laughs> and yeah. martin 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 jesus christ i i, I know and man <laughs> well you know what makes it worse is i'm pretty sure martin and uh shit will smith will smith are basically the same age so this is what literally I have to look it up i have no idea it, it can't be that they can't be more than five years apart let's see it just like, seems seriously. like martin's older because i mean we've been watching will smith since he's yeah, we've been watching Martin for a long time since he was like, you know, in the mid 90s. So Martin Lawrence is 54. We've never seen like Will Smith as like a teenager. Yeah, like, we have. I mean, like playing a teenager in, like in, in Martin, he wasn't a teenager. No, no. Yeah, so, I mean, but I like when I you think of Will Smith, you've seen him in fucking Fresh Prince going through Bel Air Academy and, yeah. and stuff like that. And obviously. But he was an adult. Yeah, he's yeah, an adult. Yeah. But well, yeah. Will Smith is 50. So yeah, 50 so and 54. That's okay. five years apart. So that's it. that just shows when you take care of yourself. Yeah, and when you yeah. got work, when you're not. Well, I know Martin Lawrence has always had issues with his weight because I remember that that one time he like passed out while he was like working out. Well, he didn't he had, always like, that fat suit. He didn't always have problems with his weight. Well, he I mean, just, not problem, yeah. but he's he hasn't been in good shape. I mean, that's yeah. for sure. But he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't fat, and he's he's fat now. 
I mean, it's, it is what it is. Looks, yeah. looks, he looks like Big Mama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of just <laughs> short and kind of stocky-ish yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Bad Boys 1, he didn't look fat. No, no. no. Bad Boys 2, I mean, he not looked really. Yeah. looked normal or whatever. You could still, I mean, still he wasn't Will Smith. But it, this one, he looks like he just needs to be behind a desk. What, and I hope the make, department. they've got to make some fat jokes about it. I mean, if they don't, if they don't address that, oh, like, man. it wouldn't make any sense. Because, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, he's a comedian. He's got to make a joke about, you know. How he's gained weight over it's the crazy. years. It reminds oh me wow! Of... I did not know Will Smith's first name, like his full name. Guess what it is? No idea. Since I, I assume thought, it's I'll, not I'll, William. I thought it was William. But <laughs> yeah, I thought it was William too. But it's uh, Will Will Willier? Willard? 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 Yeah. Yeah, I go Willard. by Will too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, makes, yeah sense. makes sense. I <laughs> thought it was Will, William Smith. <laughs> it's not. It's William Smithard. Yeah, no, Michael Bay's Junior. not directing this, right? He did the first two. It looked like Michael Bay. And yeah, well, I wasn't sure. I didn't. The intro played on the Michael Bay thing with the whole like coming down yeah, low and like panning Bay. up. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I'm yeah. check right now. Because I was like, because if he's not doing it, I was like, what's Michael Bay been up to? Because he Transformers. Transformers. Well, did he, I thought he pulled himself in the Transformer thing. Yeah, but he's done like fucking five million of them. He okay. tried to, but then like he wasn't on the Bumblebee thing, was he? No, oh, thank okay. God. He's like a producer, but then when it did well, he's like, oh, I'm gonna come back. Yeah. I need to get this. Uh, no, actually, he's no, not. it's not. There's it's a, two it's, people. It's a Jerry Bruckheimer producer, so okay, oh. the same feel to it. But oh, yeah. shit. I was actually surprised that I like when this trailer dropped. I was like, oh shit! I guess they really did make yeah, this movie. I didn't I know thought it was, it was fake. Actually, yeah, when I saw the trailer, I didn't. I was like, okay. Oh um, shit! Vanessa little... Hudgens is in this film. Oh yeah, there's a scene where she, I think she's like one of the people singing the Bad Boy song at the end. Oh, that's what that was. So okay. Gab- Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union is what uh, the. That was the sister of yeah, Will Smith. Yeah. Si- not no, Will no. Smith, Martin's uh, um, sister. Yeah, who was dating who was Will dating Smith's Will character. Smith. Okay. Yeah. So she also is in a spin-off show with Jessica Alba on uh, some cable bad network. Bad Girls? No, it's called LA's Finest. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is it a spin-off of Bad Boys? Yes, it is a spin-off because they show she is uh, Sid. The same she plays the same character from mm-hmm. Bad Boys too. And then her her and Martin's uh, father character is played by Ernie Hudson. Yeah. So okay. it's pretty interesting. But yeah, they actually referenced uh, her brother in the show. Okay. So. Yeah, well, the trailer dropped. Um, I There shouldn't be a fourth. I can't imagine a fourth one coming. Well, this one even was a little hard to watch, to be honest. I, yeah, I was like, you know, I'm not really hyped for this. Yeah. I mean... Because how old were they when he did the, at least the second one? I'm still going to watch it. 16 years. Yeah, I'm still going to watch it. I'm watching Explosions yeah. and shit. The first one came out. Explosions. Yeah, I sure. remember I was in like fifth or sixth grade. And then there was a big jump. I remember I was, I think I was in college when the so second one dropped. Two came out in 2003. So yeah, there you go. 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. So if you do the math, I, don't, I can't do the When math. was the first one? first one was what, 1993? 99, maybe? Uh, maybe 94. No, I was in I was in elementary Whoa. school. Yeah, it was the way second back. the First second one. one got twenty two percent on Rotten Tomato. What? That's you know what's funny to me. When the first one comes. So when people talk shit about Rotten Tomatoes, 95. about how Rotten Tomatoes is like ruining movies, it's not Rotten Tomatoes. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. They, this it's a website that just takes it's an aggregate of all the fucking uh, like top film critics and users that happen to comment on Rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not their fault if something has a low score. Yeah, that's true. It's the <laughs> fault of the critics. So people always jump on Rotten Tomatoes for that shit. It's like, Rotten Tomatoes does not rate films. They just give you like an average of like what everybody else is rating it and gives you like a number. Mm-hmm. So stop blaming Rotten Tomatoes. Blame the fucking shitty ass critics. 
that give stupid ass scores to movies. Yeah, we didn't talk about that with the David Chappelle thing. Yeah, yeah. So no, apparently, jumping back, it, it jumped up a little bit, um, but it was it jumped a, up a lot. Yeah, it was sitting at zero percent for critics for like a couple days, mm-hmm. probably like more than a week. It was I, only like five critics, and it was like really bad. And people like, were just scared to comment on it. Or? No, they're just being bitches. You know, they're just saying <laughs> that. Oh, you know, I came here for the truth. That's literally what one of the guys said. Let me bring it up right now. But but then on Twitter, like, they're blasting him, saying that he was lazy. He wasn't cutting edge. He wasn't being creative. No, no, they're really a lot of these critics. Are, no, I'm, I'm. I never I, go by the critics' review. I usually go by the audience. So one people, of these critics apparently like. had written about him. He was a PhD from the University of Texas. He said that he was lazy and he wasn't cutting edge. I don't give a shit. He's a PhD. Is a PhD yeah. in fucking comedy? No, I don't need shut a, the fuck yeah, up. You don't need a fucking degree to make me laugh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, let me see what I can find. So it's it's nine critics so far, and it's sitting at thirty three percent, and then it's ninety nine percent positive for the user score, and that's with fourteen thousand people. <laughs> so oh, shit. let me find the one that I was talking about. Uh... Oh, here it goes. Is it the National Review? Yeah, he said. Uh, the set mostly misses the mark. And what is the mark? The truth. Chappelle remains one of the most vital and certainly among the most daring of stand-ups. His latest hour is a setback. Like, you don't... The mark is not the truth for comedy. The mark is to make somebody fucking laugh, you fucking moron. Mm-hmm. But, like, he was speaking the fucking truth. Like, yeah. true shit that he was talking about was shit he was fucking talking about. But still, you shouldn't go to a to a comedy routine for the truth like if you yeah. wanted the truth you go to the fucking news you know what I mean that's what you should go to it for I mean he's writing for a news publication mm-hmm. so he, he should understand that but he doesn't because he's a fucking moron but yeah so I guess the the Rotten Tomatoes had it at 0% but now it's at 99% with, since the audience have been able to no 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 it was, it was 0% for the oh, for the critics for the critics and now it's at 33% for the critics. So but no, just, uh, the audience ha- didn't have a, an option to vote yet. Oh, I think yeah, that just got, got posted nothing. up today. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it, got, it keeps getting updated, but now it's like more and more people are like giving yeah. it. With 14,000 reviews, yeah. 99%. So. I don't know why there's not that many critics. Yeah, critics yeah that's why I was confused about it. Is. There's plenty of articles about them, mm-hmm. like shitting on them. So like, if you look up Sticks and Stones right now, you'll see a whole bunch of like, Dumbass articles that don't make any goddamn sense. Like one of them said that Dave Chappelle is now part of the establishment. I'm like, fucking how? I don't get it. Yeah, they're saying has Dave Chappelle gone too far? So I was just like, what? no, he hasn't gone too far. He can go way further. I, w- I don't. I wouldn't mind if he did. I don't give a shit. What's interesting when I the first time I saw Dave Chappelle live, he was over at um at uh, Sherline, and he was like one of those comedy specials. And he actually didn't do, tell any jokes. He just fucking sat there and told stories. I mean, it was cool and all, but like, I was a little disappointed. I, I wanted to fucking laugh. Yeah. I didn't want. I didn't want stories. I wasn't ready to take. A, <laughs> I wasn't go to, ready to go to bed. Make me <laughs> laugh, clown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the PC culture is gonna be really mad because in six days, Bill Burr is gonna come out with his special mm. on Netflix as well, called Paper Tiger, and he's going to shit all over the same people that Dave Spell just shit on. But in a much more angry white guy way. Mm. So uh, that's gonna be uh, interesting. To see. Bill Burr's he's one of my favorite comics of all time. Dude, he's so uh, fucking funny. Yeah, so the the Monday morning podcast, and on Thursday well, he's a Thursday one too now, right? Yeah, yeah. They're fucking they're hilarious. Him just this old white guy just ranting into the fucking microphone by himself, and it's funny because he's like he's got a kid now and he's married to a black chick. Yeah, lo- that's right. Lo- oh, he yeah. he married he married that. Chick? I, mean, I, think, yeah, I think she's hot too. Yeah, she's been, he's been married for like five years now. Okay, he's got a, got a kid now. So, 
But it's funny. I, I remember the Swedes and I were listening to his stuff on um on Amazon Unlimited, and uh, we were coming back from LA, and he was saying, like we listen, we literally listened to his whole entire stand up like his CD or whatever audio. Um, like there was some shit he would say on there that had me fuck. Like I I had to pull over because I was fucking dying laughing. It was so goddamn funny. <laughs> But um, he man, he's fucking hilarious. He's he's a really funny guy. Like one of my favorite things is when he talked about the whole. Um, oh, I think I know what it was. It's when he I think he did this on his HBO stand up too, where he talks about the <laughs> about the the guy who <laughs> he did tours in a helicopter. Oh and yeah, he, that was so just, fucking funny. <laughs> and he just he yeah. gave it he gave it to his fucking son, and his son's first flight out, <laughs> some guy decided to commit suicide. Oh. And jump, he's like, almost the fucking door to the helicopter and fucking jumped out. <laughs> Dude, it's one of the funniest fucking yeah. bits ever. Because he talks about, like, he talks about it from both sides. Like, the, the helicopter guy, uh-huh. like, him bringing the guy up and basically the, after when the guy jumps out, and then he tells the whole story from, like, the guy that decides to commit suicide on the... The plane, the <laughs> on helicopter. The, on the helicopter, like, his whole day leading up to it. Oh, like, okay. basically, like, him, like, oh, I want to die because he was, like, in so much pain because he had some disease. And like basically him jumping out, he's like, "Oh yes, yes, I'm finally gonna die. I'm so happy." And then he hits the water, bam! Ah! <laughs> like you're still alive. He's, the fucking... he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Shit, that's all bad. Shit's fucking funny. Yeah, he's, right. he's like one of the most underrated comedians of all fucking time. Uh, just do me a favor, listen to this podcast. Just hop on YouTube and just just Google or just YouTube Bill Burr. And listen to some of his like best ofs or just some of it, like his bits. He's so fucking funny. Yeah, and it was cool about his Netflix special, the one with the the helicopter stories. That it, it was shot, or at least it's you can you watch it in black and white. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of cool. Even though every time I every time I go back to think about it, I always remember it being in color. But yeah, it's, it's in black and white. But yeah, cause, so jumping back to Bad Boys, Bad Boys <laughs> for Life. Yeah, I'm gonna see it. I like how they brought like a lot of the people back, like the the. The captain, the police captain, and stuff. The guy from mm-hmm. the Matrix, um, yeah. and like the whole fact that Mike Larry is still fucking rich. Like, how you gonna oh, yeah. be a cop for so many fucking years and still have be able to drive a fucking Ferrari? I don't know. He, I don't know. Make them investments. Never really, really went over yeah, that. Investments. No, because yeah. he had rich. He already had his. Uh, and he had like yeah. a trust fund. Trust or fund, some baby. Shit. Yeah. He, if you have millions, made, it's slow. It's easy yeah, to he, keep millions. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you invest right, if you invest right, no, you can't even yeah. invest fucked up. You can still make, you can still be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you got, you don't even gotta really invest. You just buy a couple properties, a couple oh, of apartment too. complexes. Bam, you don't do shit with it. Wait, you, you can't be doing even... it well if you're trying to fucking Ferrari. He had a, like, so we had a Ferrari, a Porsche, a few Ferraris actually. Yeah, like yeah, he had a couple. I mean, even even, um, damn, going back, The Blind Side. If you all ever seen that film, the family that adopted Michael Err. Michael Orr, sorry. Uh, they bought restaurant franchises. They made money after that. They owned several franchises. All you got to do is pop in every six months and tell them what to do and then just collect checks. You don't really have to do shit. It runs itself. Yeah. Another thing I learned from the Dave Chappelle show is that um, apparently I wasn't poor when I was a kid. I was broke. <laughs> <laughs> How were you live, Dad? Yeah, that, was good, that was a good bit. That was a good bit. But yeah, I think it's in today's PC cancel culture. Yeah, I think it's tough to be a comedian. Like, in order to be it's, cutting edge and be out in the front, you're gonna have to make those tough choices. If not, you're gonna be a soft comedian. It's not that. It's not that hard. All right. So listen, this is the problem that I've noticed with most people that have a problem with Dave Chappelle and his stand-up routine. A lot of these motherfuckers, they, they just read what he said, 
and they said, oh, this is offensive to me. They didn't actually watch your special. Yeah. They're not yeah. fans of Dave Chappelle. They're not even fans of fucking comedy because they're boring fucks. <laughs> they don't actually know what's funny. So for comedians like Dave Chappelle, this is no problem at all. What it's a problem for is a comedian that's maybe like, oh, I don't know. They're kind of wishy-washy. And they decide to cater to the PC culture and they decide to like change their, their, their bits. Don't do that. Just double down on your shit and just keep doing what, what's funny. What's keep making, what, what makes you money. Um, Dave Chappelle's never going to have a problem with that. Bill Burr's not going to have a problem with that. Shit, fucking Joe Rogan's not going to have a problem with that. Like most mainstream, not even mainstream, just most comedians that pull down a decent amount of money, they're not going to change their bits for the PC culture. Like all these, the, all the people I just talked about, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, uh, Joe Rogan, all these other, like a bunch of other really funny comedians, they don't even do like college shows anymore because it's the same deal. Like the PC culture is so bad there. They're just like, fuck it. We, we just won't do it. First of all, they, they don't get paid shit for them, you know? And second of all, like they just, they keep getting all this shit for no fucking reason for people that don't even have fucking developed brains yet, yeah. you know? So it's like, why even go through all that shit? Just make your money. Dave Chappelle's not going to go broke after making this. He already got paid. Yeah, he, he got paid $60 million for three bits. I don't know what it got paid three for shows. this current one. Three shows. Three shows. Yeah, three comedy shows, $60 million. Netflix paid that cash. Cha-ching. Good so. Yeah. <clears throat> and he'll, he'll make more, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, because he had a bunch of shit happen with his last comedy special. People were complaining about it. And guess what? Netflix made another fucking one. And it's still, there's people complaining about it. I'm pretty sure Netflix is going to do another one with him because the ship probably... I mean, right now, I, like you said, it's 99% on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. But even on Netflix itself, it's it's at 98% yeah, as far as uh, ratings and stuff. Yeah, nobody's not watching it. I mean, yeah, for the most part. So, kind of jumping back on the Will Smith thing. Have you guys have you guys heard of this thing called Deepfake? I've been meaning to talk about yes. this. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so, in case you're out there, you know what Deepfake is. So, Deepfake is... Uh, it's, First of all, it started off as a Reddit person who was able to, like, you know, take pictures of celebrities and pit them into, like, videos and stuff like that. This happened first in porn, by the porn, way. Porn. Basically, yeah, porn. Yeah. But, um, so I guess somebody started developing software that allows you to take images of, basically, celebrities and pit them anywhere you want. And that's why it's called Deepfake. But, um, I'm watching a video right now. So, if you didn't know... Will Smith was originally, or he was casted to be Neo in the Matrix franchise. So somebody went and posted a deepfake of Will Smith as fucking Neo in the Matrix. And it's it's pretty good. It's, it's kind of weird because he still has Keanu Reeves hair. But it's like, <laughs> it's fucking, it looks, there's no like weird edits or cuts or anything. It looks like fucking Will Smith. It, it's it's like a blend between Will Smith and, and, um, and uh, Chris Keanu, Keanu Reeves. No, yeah. the, the crazy deepfakes is when you can make somebody say anything you want yes right because so if, if you're so anybody that's been on this podcast like all the main cast members um we've had enough audio out there for uh, a computer program to go out there and basically replicate our voices to make us make us say whatever they want right. and that shit is fucking scary mm-hmm. but they can do it you but know like with, they cele- can do it. with celebrities since they're in like so many movies and tv shows there's so many pictures out there they can take those images of them and put into this program and it will stitch everything together to make it look like that celebrity making certain comments even with like the lighting and stuff it's, it's fucking trippy yeah well, I, I believe it's I uh, it's AI based isn't yes it? AI it's based a, I'll show you a deep fake because I mean this was already got demonetized anyway so if but, you look at uh, I wonder if that goes if hand you look in hand on, with those that aging bot thing that everyone was throwing there for oh, really? possibly right? possibly <laughs> Russia <Yeah. laughs> and we got an election coming yeah so we have an election there's coming. a deep fake of uh, Amy Amy Adams and um, 
<laughs> it's Amy Adams from Man of Steel deep faked with uh, Nicolas Cage. It looks fucking yeah, I think scary. One of the hot, one of the most popular deep fakes is with uh, Nicolas Cage. Like people put Nicolas Cage in fucking everything. Uh, I, uh, I think a really big popular deep fake was uh, Harrison Ford's face in uh, Solo. So they put his face over um, uh, Eldridge. All right. Here we go. This is a deep fake of uh, Nicolas Cage. It's a comp- compilation of Nicolas Cage doing deep fakes. So, oh, man. Are y'all ready for this this nonsense right here? So for those of you listening via audio, what? it's going to be... Don't I guess we're going to have to describe it as best we can. Well, no, they'll be able to hear it. They'll know what this is from. Oh. You're looking well, Jean-Luc. Rest. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god, that's crazy. How can there be an order to abandon the prime directive? Oh my goodness! I, it's, oh, it's, it's not his voice though. Not indigenous to this planet. It's a little wonky. A little, but enough to pass. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Him is a fucking rock now. <laughs> Now go ahead, grab a bunch, rapid fire right now. I'm not doing rapid fire. They oh. will not stop until you feed them. Not feed <laughs> feed the them? No. Feed them. They're hungry. I'll feed them. Boom. Wait. Oh. Where the fuck is this one from? This is from Journey to the Center of the Earth. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's right. Now go ahead, grab a bunch, rapid fire right now. I'm not doing rapid fire. They will not stop until you feed them. Not feed that's them? That's a bad one. No. Yeah, yeah, this one's bad because his face is flickering. Oh. These aren't good ones, though. Nah. Yeah, these are terrible ones. Sorry. You out of the, the first one this was the best there. one. With uh, Jean-Luc and Nick Cage. That yeah, was hella yeah. good. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, that's deep fakes. And, like, um, like, there's, like, a lot of celebrity porns out there you can find that are deep fakes. But... Oh, yeah. But I guess I was in the podcast and you were talking about this. And it's, like, it's question, is it, like, I guess it's... Unethical to be doing stuff like this for unethical. Yeah, we're fuck. I can't think of the word. But um, no. So it's like you know, if a celebrity, if a video got out of a celebrity having sex, but it's a deep fake, like is it? Does it ruin the celebrity's career? It can because I mean, when you first put it out, people are gonna assume it's really them, especially if it's a really good deep fake. And when a celebrity is trying to defend themselves. Sometimes they make them look guilty. If Especially can... if you do a star that's been fucking up in the past. For instance, Lindsay Lohan. So if you do deep fake of Lindsay Lohan doing like a five-man BBC gangbang <laughs> and she has to defend it, are you really going to believe that she didn't do it? You're probably going to think she probably did that shit. No, she's got a new album coming out. With a, uh, track. See? That shit is kind of good. Lindsay Lohan has music? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's yeah, been she doing music for a little. She used to sing for Disney Channel. She used to be Disney. She used to be decent. She, when be, she was not on do, all, before, those, all the drugs. Before cocaine. <laughs> okay, she used to be cute. Yeah, yeah. All, all she, she used to be cute, but then she used to too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do drugs, man. I mean, I still do, but I used to too. That's what that joke is from. That was uh, Mitch Hedberg. Another... Top five comedian right there. Yeah. Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Gone too soon. OD. Greatest, greatest one-liner of all time. Oh, yes. Well, somebody kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but uh, somebody in the chat room, um, I can't remember who it was, had asked us. Warrior fella. Yeah, warrior fella. Asked us uh, for a BTBI question. 
Uh, where is it? It was... Oh, it's in the chat? What are our top five comedians of all time? Yeah, oh no, it was... Well, it's one of them. Yeah, that's two questions. Oh, wait, no, it's the cosplay one I just saw right now. Uh, top five cosplayers? Oh no, what's the best stand-up comedy special you've seen thus far? Oh, okay. oh wow. So, uh, in no particular order, Mitch Hedberg, Strategic Grill Locations, um, Dave Chappelle killed him softly, uh, what was the guy's name? God damn it, Raw. Eddie Murphy Raw. Mm. Um, there was one by... I forgot the guy's fucking name. Richard Pryor did a really funny one where he had like the Little Feet bit. I forget the name of the joke, but or the name of the album, but I, my, my parents had the, uh, the record. And uh, probably one of the... Martin Lawrence had a really funny one back in the mm, day. Yeah, I think yeah. it was called Talking Shit. I'm pretty sure it was called Talking Shit. That was fucking hilarious as well. All right, so I'm going to go... I'm going to say... Um, so, Eddie Murphy Raw. That show's probably everybody's favorite. Even though it's super fucked up. You watch it now. It's fucking racist. Yeah. It's well, even, not even racist and, like, super homophobic. It's super... Uh, Delirious was bad, too. Yeah. And I think both of them were on fucking Netflix. Still funny, though. Yeah, still funny. <laughs> um, so, Eddie Murphy Raw. Anyway, I don't say Eddie Murphy Raw and Delirious, but I'm going to put them those two together. Uh, Mitch Hepburn. Um, what, what was it called? It was um, All Together. Mitch Hepburn oh, all together. Yeah, 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 that was fucking funny. Um, I would say, like you said, "Kill Him Softly" by um, uh, David Chappelle. Um, I'm gonna say, I don't want to say his name, but fuck. Uh, Bill Cosby had a really oh, funny fucking stand up too. Oh, Bill Cosby himself. Yeah, yeah that, was that, a good one. that one's pretty fucking it funny. Was good. And um, I'm gonna say, um, I think Eddie Griffin's like "Black and Purple," I think it was called, was fucking funny as hell too. And Bill, there's probably one of Bill Burr that's in there for me too, but I, I don't, I can't remember a specific name of like his stand-up. But he's definitely one of my top five stand-up people of all time. Uh, yeah, I can't uh, think of like the specific names of each one. Okay, I mean, so the names then. Yeah. Uh, my favorite, my favorite one is the, uh, I think it's Bring the Pain, the Chris Brock, the Chris uh, Rock uh, one yeah. with the uh, black people versus niggas. Yeah. <laughs> that <one was> <laughs> That had me rolling. That one was pretty funny. Yeah, like books are like kryptonite to a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> that was what, always one of my favorite. Um, Dave Carlin's, I cannot remember the name of which one. But Dave, you mean George Carlin? George, George Carlin? Carlin, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got a bunch of good ones. He's yeah. got hella good ones. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like the ones where he's talking about, like, it's probably the same special you're, talking, you're thinking of, where, like, talking about getting all the criminals and putting them in, like, certain states. And then, like, in, like, one state, I think it was, like, Montana, because it was square. I and think he, so. he opened up, like, a window... And like for twelve <laughs> minutes a year, Some purge type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and there's no rules inside the fucking. Yeah. The Even when he's talking about like his immune system and stuff, how oh, he likes yeah. to test it. Or I'll, I'll pick up a piece of food from the floor <laughs> in Calcutta. <laughs> it was so good. I was actually wait. Uh, I was having my uh, my oldest daughter watch some of his stand-up stuff. I had her watch some of the stuff right before he passed away, and that was not as funny. But like his older stuff, like in the I think like the, the 80s? late eighties, yeah. early nineties, he was like his prime. You know, he had some really good stuff back then. You know that he had a um, he had a special that he recorded on September tenth that didn't get released. Oh shit! Yeah. Huh. So you still thinking the Eddie Griffin thing I was talking I'm just, about? I'm trying uh, to remember like the dysfunctional family is the one I liked. Oh. That was funny. You're trying to think of the because like, I, I used to watch a lot of like Def Comedy Jam back in the day, oh, and those yeah. are just like little like. Like even like because I remember Chris Tucker on there so before he like when he again. first came out. If you rewatch that now, it is still hilarious to the day this day because when he first got introduced by Martin Lawrence, he does his first Michael Jackson stint, 
where he talks about the Michael Jackson and Tito as pimps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That bit is Can still fuck. That shit is still funny. Money. Yeah. That shit is still funny to this day. Yeah. Where it talks about where's where's my money, girl? Where's my money? And like, it's just it's still fucking great. Like, Def Comedy the best. Yeah, it was. I mean, a lot of people were on there. Like Bernie Mac yeah. was on there oh, back in the day. Favorite, yeah. When he came out, I mean that. Um, Who was the guy that passed away? I Robin Harris was Robin a good Harris, one. Yeah. Because he introduced the world to oh, Bebe's kids. Him. Uh, he was great back in then. You know, I'm gonna back I'm gonna, in the day. I'm gonna erase. Bill Cosby off my list. Mm-hmm. Robin, Robin Williams, straight from uh, Broadway. Oh yeah, that shit was funny because I've never seen Robin Williams talk so fucking dank in my life. Like he talks about like he talks about some crazy ass fucking shit. It was it was fucking hilarious. So if you haven't watched that, check that shit out. Dude, I think it was like one of his last stand up. Back in the day, in like the late '80s, early '90s, they were doing uh, HBO used to air uh, Comic Relief. It yeah. was a 24 hour. Um, like comedy stints. So each each comedian from like all over the world had half hour stints. Some of them were being introduced, and a lot of them were big names. Like back in the day, there was uh, Robin Williams, Whoopi Goldberg, Jerry Seinfeld. Like a lot of people were on this circuit back then. I remember there was a comic a comic on there. I stayed up just to watch him. It was Charles Fleischer. He's actually most people remember him as the voice of um, Roger Rabbit. He does amazing impressions. He was hilarious. He's still funny. Nice. Uh, he's really great. Obviously, Eddie Murphy Raw. Um, that was a great one. Jer- probably almost anything George Carlin did the last couple of years were very political, but not as funny. But he was still on point with his stuff. If you go back and watch his stuff now, you know what's hilarious is like he's been talking about shit that was like way ahead of its yeah. time. Yeah, it holds up. Yeah, it still holds up. So George Carlin. Was the first person? I think he was the first one to introduce the masses to the um, acronym NIMBY. Not in my backyard. He does a whole <laughs> stint on that, and it still holds true to this mm. day. It's it's hilarious. And then I think when Chris Tucker first came out at Def Jam, that's like comedy gold right there as well. Yeah, there's just so many, but those are the ones that stand out for me. Absolutely. And all of these comedians had some some kind of drama with the if they if, if you go back and watch your shit now they're you're gonna have people complain about like oh i can't believe they said this i can't believe they say that it's like yeah, it was a different area then like back then eddie murphy was saying faggot like every 30 seconds yeah and you they were cool with it but that's kind of one of the things that Chappelle talked about too like you know if you go back in a lot of people's like com- comedians history you're gonna find you'll some, find something some shit in there well everybody's got fucked up shit I yeah mean, like mm-hmm. I, we've all done something that's fucked up we all know it i mean i've done shit that's fucked up in my past and I grew up, you know, but yeah. I wouldn't do it now. But yeah, I've done fucked up shit in the past, and everybody has. If you, if you say you haven't, then you're lying to yourself, and you're mm-hmm. a fucking psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you probably don't deserve to be living. God dang. I'm serious. Like people just want to pretend like they uh, they're like, holier than thou. Yeah, it's just like you're not. You got problems too. Like everybody's got fucking problems. Like so, your shit don't stink. So those of you who are, are probably sitting there listening to this and you're like no i know this pta mom she has like three kids she does everything right i'm telling you she if you were put a camera at your pta mom's house that doesn't do nothing wrong i can bet you on the weekends there's like four or five black dudes going to her house (laughs) on the weekend that you probably never seen in your life but she knows them intimately i bet you in that pta meeting she's fucking through it through red wines and two xanaxes in Mm -hmm. when you see her 
So mm-hmm. everybody's got everybody's got the problems. If you're wondering why the coach of your kid's uh, Pop Warner team is always touching this one particular mom, there's probably something going on there. <laughs> Not so innocent. Just saying. But still, like, if you go back and watch Eddie Murphy Raw, it's kind of hard to watch. Ooh, Actually, yeah. like, only certain bits. Yeah, even Eddie Murphy Delirious is I still pretty fucking Will. funny. I heard he's supposed <laughs> to be doing a comedy thing. Yes, he's coming yeah. back. On Netflix. Okay. He's, doing, yeah. he's coming back with a few projects. Yeah, yeah, so what happened was he was talking about it on Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee with uh, um, Seinfeld? Jerry Seinfeld. Hey. Yeah. Um, I, I watch the show all the time. It's actually it's a really good show if you're into cars and comedians. <laughs> Wait, was it with Jay Leno or with Jerry with Seinfeld? That, Jerry Seinfeld, comedian. That's who, that's who does comedians and cars getting coffee. It's with Jerry Seinfeld. He's okay. the host. Well, no, because I know Jay Leno's got a thing called something with cars or something like that. So I was. Oh, he has his own like car show. But basically, yeah. the uh, if you all know the premise of, of his show, comedians and cars getting coffee, is that he takes uh, comedians or people. It's usually comedians, and he. I'm pretty sure 100% comedian. Yeah, I think that most of them are all comedians. Yeah, so what he does is he, he picks a car that he thinks best suits a certain comedian's personality and he picks them up in that car and they go and have coffee and like probably a meal or something like that and they just, kind of, they just bullshit for the episode. Uh-huh. Well, didn't, he did one with Kanye though, right? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I thought it was like Maybe a- he did, I, I don't know. But uh, they're really good episodes uh, but he had one on with Eddie Murphy. It's like one of their longer episodes and uh, during the episode I was like, Eddie Murphy still fucking got it. Like, he's still funny. You know, I'm just like, why isn't he still doing, why isn't he doing stand-up anymore? And they, you know. <laughs> if you he, got 15 kids. <laughs> yeah, well, he actually ta- he talked about, you know, coming back to doing stand-up. And then, like, sure enough, you know, a couple of days after that aired, he's coming back. And he got a deal with Netflix. Because Comedians okay. and Cars Getting Coffee is now on Netflix. It used to be on, like, Voodoo or some shit like that or some oh, other okay. station. But, uh, yeah, so we got a deal with Netflix to come and do uh, uh, some specials with Netflix. That would be good. Be good. That'll be uh, that'll be really funny. To well, see. it'll be interesting to see like what he does. Cause I, I'm pretty sure I know why he stopped doing comedy because he had kids. And, like his his, his comedy was real fucked yeah, up. Yeah, he said he like even the cursing stuff. Like he completely switched out like his movie roles that he was doing. He's, yeah, he's doing like all like kid movie Shrek and uh, I forget that other one where he's the ghost space, dad and all that shit. The space pirate. Oh, guy. Pluto. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. forgot about that film. That film tanked. There's, but we talked about this last week. There's a bunch of films that he was in that are kind of forgettable. Dude, how many shows on Netflix does Marlon Wayne has? Holy shit! Yeah. I don't know, but I do I know don't find him funny. Eddie Murphy's mm. coming back to host um, SNL. SNL. Yes, I yeah. He's, he's like a resurgence of his career. Yeah, I think it's um, he's supposed to do that like November or no December like 23rd or something like that. Like I know it's in December. I can't. I think can't remember when. I'll tune in Christmas. to watch that. I don't normally watch Saturday Night Live. Me neither. But I would tune in to watch that. Yeah, I mean, you Saturday Saturday Night Live had a huge ratings bump when Chappelle hosted SNL. Yeah, and he was able to come in and like do his skits from his Chappelle show which was crazy when The Rock goes on there it's pretty funny too The Rock cracks me up oh when The Rock did uh, Bambi like Bambi <laughs> part 2 that oh, shit was yeah. hilarious yeah. oh my god I thought it was hilarious but yeah should we move on did um did you guys talk about the, the Joker trailer last week or of course we did yeah, the yeah, Oathbreaker yeah. was here so what did you think I'll I'll, st- I'll go watch it and everything <laughs> I mean what sort of throws me off is like the director made these comments or whatever saying that like he did not take anything from the comics when he was making this movie and everything so i've been on oathbreaker's uh neck about uh how he's ride or die for this movie 
when uh, the director is just like, yeah, I didn't use anything from the comics in, in what I created my vision for the Joker, which I was like, you shit on Spider-Man nonstop when there is one thing off from the comics in that, but you are ride, to, ride or die. That's oh, more fucking. than just one, though. <laughs> well, Fuck just him. Him, him, yeah. him in general. But if the director himself says, I didn't use anything, and that is, uh, I think it's Todd Phillips' director. That yeah, was, yeah. That well, was his fucking okay. quote. Let me bring up one thing, though, okay? We had similar thoughts about Patty Jenkins directing Wonder Woman. So I think we should just reserve our opinions until we all see it. Like, did to me it looked like an interesting movie. Well, like, be the, just outside of like comic book movies. Trailers, trailers, trailer. That's completely understand. But my whole thing was the director said this specifically. Yeah, well, let's talk about yeah. Wonder Woman because Patty Jenkins was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make her a compassionate Wonder Woman," I'm, and we were all like, "No, she needs to kick ass." In the movie, she was kick ass. Like, she was, she did a good job. So, yeah. like, I'll reserve my judgment. Obviously, this guy is not fucking Patty Jenkins. It, this, it could be a terrible movie. You're totally right. I don't know. Yeah. Is a, is a well put together trailer for me, um, as far as like a direction, it's going in a different direction than most comic movies. Like I know I know where you're coming from because like when I for, when I saw the first trailer, I was like, this ain't my fucking Joker. Like this, it, there's no taste, flavor, or anything of the Joker in this. But the second trailer had me a little hooked just because it kind of seemed like he was doing more Jokerish shit as far as like origin story goes with the Joker. I mean because. He can, the, the director can say up and down like he didn't pull anything from the comics, but he had to pull something if he was going to be doing a fucking Joker. Like you, there's got to be some. Well, some I don't get crazy why, why would you even on. say that? What, what's some, yeah, what do you? Probably trying to be interesting. It's like it's like saying that I'm going to make a movie about Zeus, but I never was into Greek mythology. Yeah, exactly. It's like this doesn't make any sense. Like you have to know about this character to be able to make a movie, unless it's a guy about a guy who decided to become a fucking yeah. comedian or some shit like that. But and, even then, that's the fucking Joker. Yeah. And then it was, did uh, we guys talk about how I guess people are trying to latch on and saying this is going to be the uh, new white male fucking yeah. hero <laughs> or whatever? Mm. As, if, not... as if that, that sort of violence didn't exist before this movie. <laughs> right. like we, we just had shootings the other day. That's why some white guy was in his 30s. Yeah. Fuck out of here. It wasn't because of the Joker. <laughs> they're, just, they're so fucking stupid. People are so stupid. It's fucking hilarious. What call to arms or some shit? The the shooting that happened in Louisiana was it Louisiana? The one that happened in the movie theater? There's, probably. I mean, there's. Well, no, the one that oh, Aurora. That was Aurora. Yeah, the one wasn't that that was that during was, a Batman movie, was, right? Yeah, the premiere of the uh, yeah the guy Night rises. Yeah, didn't guy said he was like like I guess influenced by a joke or some shit or I, maybe I think I don't remember his hair being green. That's all I, I fucking remember. I, I just remember his mugshot and like yeah, that's, that's all why I, I don't really I don't know his name. Yeah. All I know is that he shot up the movie theater and he had shit in his house that was like booby trapped or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, and I not to get sidetracked. I'm like that's why I don't really mind when they divulge into this guy who he was and stuff like that. Yeah. Because I he doesn't own any real estate in my head or whatever. I don't know his name. I don't know the guy who shot up Vegas. I don't know the guy who shot up Pulse. I can't remember the guy who shot up fucking Gilroy two weeks mm-hmm. ago or whatever. I mean, it just goes. In the recycle bin or whatever. For some people, though, it does strike the chord. Well, yeah. yeah. That's the problem. You're you're rational. People out there are not <laughs> rational. So, obviously, if you shoot up, like, a whole building full of people, right. it's not rational. Anyway, uh, y'all are not reading The House or Powers of X, are you? No. I it looked pretty good, but, I mean, I only saw the cover art and stuff like that, but it, it you need to read pretty it. fucking dope. need to read it. It's comic like book. It's a comic book. But it's basically the only thing I don't like about it is that it, it alternates books, and that's fucking annoying to me. Oh, God. Um, so, but it's 
they do it in like a way. So basically, it's House of X and Powers of X, and it's just you alternate back and forth. Okay. But it's all like one cohesive book. So that's why I'm like, why don't you just fucking call it the House and Powers of X? Yeah. Mm. Like, what the fuck? And just just did one through fucking twelve. Anyway, um, a couple things I'm happy about. First of all, the story is excellent. It's like it's probably the best. Yeah, it is right now. It's the best Marvel story that there is, hands down. And second of all, it's a Hickman book, Jonathan Hickman, and it's on fucking schedule. So, Jonathan Hickman in the recent past has had a lot of books that have been way off schedule. <clears throat> I'm looking at you, Black Monday Murders and fucking Dying in the Dead. Like, those haven't finished and there's no, I have no idea when the next ones are coming out. <laughs> it's it's fucking awful because I love those those stories. And the same thing with uh, East of West. Like, it's very off schedule. Like, I know they're coming, but it's like maybe every month? Maybe? Nah. I don't fucking know. Right. But this one is on schedule. Like, when, when I saw them... Uh, put out like in the back of the book like when they're gonna come out I was like oh this they're not gonna do that shit but they're literally on time but if you're an X-Men fan um, this this book is for you it's basically a story of how Xavier and Magneto come together and decide to make their own mutant nation and then basically and it's on like multiple like even different planets like, okay. They're just kind of like, you know, fuck humanity. We're going to be our own, like, sovereign nation, and y'all can't fuck with us. And basically, like, I think it was, like, the first issue where they just kind of threw the gauntlet down. It was like, look, we're going to do this, and if y'all don't like it, we're our own sovereign nation. If you want to fight us, then fucking come at us. Right. So, and it's and it's really interesting because there's another, there's a, I don't know if it's a new character, because I haven't been into, like, X-Men in, like, in a while, but um, Moira X is apparently a mutant that he has I don't want to say the power because if you haven't actually no fuck it that, that comic's been out for a while Moira X is a mutant that has a mutant power to where she dies she gets basically reincarnated and comes back at pretty much the same timeline so if she was born in like 1963 and she gets killed in 1993 she goes back to 1963 and gets born again oh wait what the f- wow, and so, so how does that so she basically relives her life again yeah but she can change what she does in her life. Ooh. But how does that affect, sh- like, her doing shit in fighting? and? Yeah, so what, what it becomes a big deal is because there's a certain event that's going to happen in the future for, like, mutants and humans to where all mutant kind is going to get wiped out. And so she's trying to figure out a way of, like, a different combination of how to not get the mutants all wiped out. And, and so she can she only has... travel back in time when she dies. Yes. She has to, she has to figure out, like... Who do I ally with that's a mutant? Or who do I try to kill that's a human? And how do I get around, like, this this problem? And so she ends up, like, trying different... And it's cool, because, like, the way Hickman does, like, his really good books is that he has, like, these whole pages that are not an actual comic, but it shows, like, literal timelines or literal just texts or literal just, like, explanations of, like, things. Like, he has literally, like, three or four pages dedicated to just, like, the Krakoan language, is like which is, like, the the mutant um, language. Okay. So the Krakoan language, like you can only learn if you go to the nation of Krakoa, which is like the mutant nation. And there's like a certain being that imprints the whole language on you that nobody else can understand. And so he does like a thing where like, like he shows like this woman's whole timeline where it's like more than 10 times of her like living and living and dying mm-hmm. and trying different combinations out with like, okay, well I see now that you know, my normal life didn't work. They figured out I was a mutant. Or she didn't even figure out she was a mutant. She, like, lived her whole life and fucking died as an old lady with kids. 
And then she got born again. But she retained all her memories. Hmm. And she's like, oh, am I a mutant? And then she dies again after like a certain amount of time. And she's like, well, shit, I am a mutant. Like, who can I help? And then she figures out like, you know, Professor X, then Magneto, Apocalypse, all those other people. And they all end up like the same fate. Like they all end up like dying. And she's like, how can I fix like this mutant problem of like us all dying? And it's like her combination of like, do I help Magneto? Do I try to get Magneto and Professor X to help, you know, each other? Do I get Apocalypse to help everybody? You know, like, what do I do? And it's like, it's a really, really good story. Okay. It's really definitely worth reading. And this last, episode, last issue, which I'm not going to talk about at all, but I didn't see shit coming and it's real fucked up. And it's up, it's issue four of like the House of X. So okay. I'm trying to see today. if it's on my Marvel Unlimited app. Uh, it should be, I hope. Sometimes they get they uh, it comes out a little bit like later. Yeah, oh. when you said the House of X, I thought it was like a, the House of Lex Luthor. Oh no, <laughs> like, no, the House of Lex. No, it's a uh, House House and Powers of X. If you want to borrow my comics, I could probably grab them from somewhere, but uh, you got to give me like a week because okay. I got to find them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know I have the House of X number four like out, but I don't have the other ones out. I think you probably need to bu- build another. Infinity base to hold all your comics. For real, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, like a gun locker trans- <laughs> well, transformed f- into a <laughs> comic locker. Well, so we're gonna work on the Infinity base. Glad you brought that up. Uh, over the weekend, uh, me and my father-in-law and I guess Blue's gonna help me in the morning. Yeah, I'll be there in the morning. So we're gonna try to get some more of the walls done. But I need to get because I, I need to get shit in that fucking other place in the Infinity base because my house is getting cramped. I'm, I'm having way too many comic books right now and nothing's like organized. Um, but I need to get it finished. And we had a setback for, like, basically, like, two months. But now it's done with, and we'll get back to, like, getting it finished. So we're, we're real close to getting it done. Yeah. yeah. Real close. We've been in, we've each put in some time into it. Yeah. So would, it's good. I would say it's probably, like, 80 to 85% done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Anyway. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need to borrow your table saw one day. Or at least, I guess uh, I can bring the wood here. It's table saw. It. Oh, it's table a chop saw? saw? Yeah. I thought you said table salt. I'm like, bro, you it, can't buy salt? It's a it's a chop saw. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and he cut some wood. Speaking uh, of wood? No, oh. anime. Did y'all, wanna, did y'all see this about Funimation? About what happened to Dragon Ball Z's uh, voice actor stuff? I did not. So apparently uh, there's been some audio file that's been leaked. I don't know who leaked it. Apparently no one knows as of yet. Uh, at this time, but there is a uh, audio file showing the voice actors at Funimation in the studios making homophobic, incestual, and uh, racist comics in those Dragon Ball Z characters. It's leaked out into the net, and it's been causing a huge stir. Um, people are calling, like, maybe these people should be fired. Like, what's going on? Um, there's been, unless, like, this popped off i want to say thursday friday ish it's been all, all over twitter there's been articles already y'all haven't heard about this no that's oh, first time here it's out there yeah so, so these it, were the actual voice actors voice actors doing english uh english dubs english dub so uh-huh. and uh apparently this comes after the heels of like uh, one of the voice actors well, now i'm trying curious. to shoot I mean, them hold on i just i want to hear it now with our training regime Will you guys suck me off until I come all over your faces? <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. Close. Faggot, faggot, fag, fucking fag. My son's a fag. Wow. <laughs> Is that really that yeah, I'm carrying a few yeah. extra pounds around yeah. myself. It's Not been much confirmed. Time to work out. Keeping them happy is a full-time job. Especially that bitch on the right. 
God damn, are you trying to keep that bitch happy? It's impossible. I just give her food, I give her presents, I give her rings, I give her any... I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, I wouldn't keep anything from my fans. <laughs> Not even this gorgeous cock. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> hold on. So, on. Alright, so I understand that like that's out there, but I'm not really sure if that's really the voice actors. The only reason why I'm saying that is because if you watch like the, if you listen to the beginning of this episode for like the longest time now, the over 9,000 thing, that's not the Vegeta voice actor. Like, in the beginning it is, but when he's, there's like certain parts, it's not even Nappa. Like, it's not those voice actors. It's somebody that's really good at impersonating them. Well, and, and I know it for a fact because that's not what they say. So... Funimation has responded oh. about this country. All right. So, well, what did they respond with? Uh, I didn't read this whole thing. <laughs> well, this that's is fucking new. important. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, I'm I'm reading it just right now. They could have said Cronus is right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the voice actors. <laughs> Holy shit! I was like, oh, I didn't see that they responded because this just recently happened over the weekend. So it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Killed uh, it. I'm yeah, yeah, I'm killed it. Because the, the recent video thing I see is from five hours ago. Oh, this is a different response. Oh, it's a blog, though. See, this stuff. Jesus Christ, I have a problem with, like, reading blogs for news. I see a lot of people, like, in my news feed, especially right-wing folks, that, that give, like, news stories that from are blogs. Blog post? It's like, you, you, they'll give me news from fucking WordPress.com. Exactly. Uh, yeah. What the I'm the fuck? same way. And, like, don't fucking link your article with blogspot.whatever. Yeah. Fucking. So, it, at least it's article. Call Patriot Flag. Dot com. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's this not article I'm re- looking at right now says, um, Fanimation has yet to respond publicly to the allegations. All right, well, I As, guess. Well, yeah. <clears throat> and Sabbath haven't, said, haven't responded either on Twitter. So they're saying that this... But he hasn't audio- tweeted since August, tw- August 22nd, since it's been leaked. Yeah, so it's been like a week or so. So they're saying that this is, co- this is on the heels... Of the company amidst a legal battle with voice actor Vic Magnoga, who cut ties with them after reports of sexual misconduct. I mean, I hope it's not true. Yeah, me too, but... Because, I don't know. But I've seen, there's a lot of people that seriously are really good at doing yeah. impersonations. Like like I literally said, like, there's, our intro is an impersonation of Vegeta and Nappa. There's literally a, a YouTube channel called um, Dragon Ball's uh, Bigot... Oh, I can't remember how it's pronounced. But it, they basically take clips from Dragon Ball Z and, like, shorten it down, but they, like, change the audio a whole lot, and it's so fucking funny. Uh, shit, what is it called? Uh, let me see. It's called Dragon Balls. I have no idea. It's a, it's a really popular uh, YouTube channel, and they go through each episode, and they break it down to, like, a different um, abridgment. That's what it's oh, called. Oh, shit. Dragon Ball abridgment. Abridge? Abridge? Wait, fuck. Abridged? Yeah, abridged. And it, it's fucking funny. If you go back and if you go to watch it, it's really fucking funny. Like, like there'd be a scene where like where Goku meets um, his brother, his real bro- brother for the first time, and he's like, "No fucking way, you're my brother." And he's like, "I am your brother, Kakarot." And it, it's just fucking funny to check it out. But yeah, anybody can dub the voices. But you know, I'll, we'll wait and see what Fanimation yeah. says. Well, I, like I said, I hope it's not true. I hope it's not true either. But you know, some of that shit was funny though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Y'all want to uh, wrap it up? Uh, do no, we cover everything? Far in. I mean, did we miss something? We got time if you want to talk about something else. 
I'm going to double check the list because I did not. Well, we don't need to stretch for time. So we don't, but I'm just wanted to make sure if we covered everything that we want to. Well, there's one yeah. thing that's been on here for a while we, we haven't talked about. So apparently there's been a petition, which I signed, by the way, of uh, Joe Rogan hosting a debate for the the presidential candidates, which I'm fine with, but it would be a long-ass fucking debate. Aren't the debates long to begin with? No, the debates are fucking bullshit. <laughs> the the debates are so fucking. I mean, they, as far as like overall time, yeah, I guess they're like an hour to two hours long. But as far as like the amount of time that people have to talk, it's fucking nonsense. They get like thirty second sound bites. Like I don't know if you guys are paid. Any of you guys watch the actual debate? No, I just I watched saw, like, the bits and pieces. Or, yeah, like, the, uh, the clips like after the, the day when people down, cut them yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what they do them for the is for the clips. Yeah. Like I watched the actual debates and it's just like. It's such a ridiculous concept. Like, you can't talk about all your things that you're going to want to talk about in, like, 30-second sound bites. It's, it's fucking dumb. Yeah. So, no. I, I didn't I don't didn't want to sit and listen to them, like, kind of fumble because, like you said, they, they have very limited time. And there's a shit ton of people, at least at the Democratic one. There was a bunch of candidates up there. So it's like, holy shit. Well, I think once they narrow it down, hopefully they'll have better questions. Because what bothers me is that in some of these debates, they have literally, they have like an agenda. Like CNN did it really bad last time where like they tried to get people to attack each other. And it's just like, why are you trying to get them to attack each other? Like just have them talk about their policies and that, that should be it. I mean, yeah. That should be enough. That's like some high school shit. <laughs> You're trying to get the yeah. two people like to talk shit about each other. Oh, we talked about your mama. And it's oh. just like, dude, like for real? Like what <laughs> the fuck? I'm going to, I'm going to extend lunches. But lower study time, like your dad's penis. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. Anyway, we'll we'll we will end on that, I guess. Yeah. Um. Sure. I kind of want to talk. I mean, uh, Breaker of Oath isn't here, but I, I I really wanted to talk about this fucking Demon Slayer shit because. Oh, we can talk about it. This yeah. anime is every episode is just fucking fire. Wait, what's this about this bartender shit? What bartender? Oh, shit? sorry, shit, I almost forgot. Oh, right, uh, We'll back. talk about Demon Slayer in a second. Uh, so this is a shout out to a guy named Clay the Bartender. He's on YouTube as Clay the Bartender. <laughs> he hit us up on uh, not on YouTube, but on Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Okay. He's on Flat. Instagram. He hit, hit he hit us up and he was talking about how he's listening to us talk about shitty bartenders and he listens to the show and uh, he was saying how you know we should come out and like check out his uh, he's a bartender at a place called uh, Here's How Bar and it's in Oakland. I actually had to lo- I looked it up. And it looked pretty, actually beyond legit. So apparently it was started by a woman who owns a bunch of restaurants in San Francisco. Mm. I mean, his restaurants are bars. And it looked like they had really good, really good drinks. And they have a bunch of pre-made drinks as well. I'm down. Nope. You can get them like cans and shit. So, and it's not far from Cape and Cowell. So there's some stuff I want to do. We'll talk about like kind of after the podcast. Where I want to do some events with this guy. Having him as a bartender. And like do like a sort of like get to know us better. And like chill out and stuff. Or... Hopefully getting something together with like Cape and Cowell and having yeah. like drinks and uh, and comics or something like that. So. Well, like I had my little spinoff I wanted to do. It's called uh, Drunk Blues Adventure. But I, never, <laughs> yeah. I never, I never really got around to really doing it. But like I had bars like down for me to come there and film like you know me talking to the bartenders and drinking and shit like that. that. But yeah. yeah, just too much. I don't think I can handle all that drinking. Well, and also having him like when the Infinity Base is done, like Sound having fight. him come out and then just like show how to make drinks. My question is. How do you make your old fashioned? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, I I'm gonna you judge you on that. Yeah. that photo yeah. right okay, <laughs> it looks yeah. pretty good. I'm Definitely. gonna, I, I am gonna be there tomorrow. Oh, I wonder if you'll recognize me if I went. Maybe uh, if I, I start talking. Do like, you really watch a podcast though? Yeah, no, no, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I'm gonna to go in incognito. <laughs> <laughs> You're Andre always. Uh, I forgot to Place mention. Looks really cool. That, yeah, it looks uh, really cool. 
Crunchyroll. Yeah, Crunchyroll Expo. I ran into uh, YouTube, like I guess Sensation King Vader. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, re- I got a picture with him. It's on our Instagram. Uh, I guess it was his first time at Crunchyroll Expo, and he was debuting his like new film. So he showed up with his squad and was promoting the film. I did not get a chance to watch. Uh, I told him, unfortunately, I couldn't make it, but he was there. First time meeting him. So it was cool. That guy's really tall. I want to say he's like 6'6 or some shit. He's pretty fucking tall. But he was cool. He was a cool guy. I've only met like one YouTuber like in person. Like there's a YouTube channel I watch called uh, Domix. He makes, he's like, a, he does animation. And um, he's a he's a huge com- uh, anime fan. Like I, some of the animes I've recommended, stuff I've he's recommended and I watched it. I was like, okay, this is fucking good. Like uh, Eraser was one of them. But I met him in person, and um, yeah, some, it's sometimes weird meeting celebrities in person. It's like sometimes. But... I mean, he's not like it's weird because like I don't see him as a celebrity since he's just on YouTube. Mm. But like he he's a celebrity in like a sense of the word. But it's like because I'm I guess I'm part of a different generation where celebrities is like PBC on a movie screen. Yeah, where he's like a guy. I, He's making videos and like that. Yep. Well, but it was it was still really cool and like you know I like I love his I love his content. It's so fucking funny to watch. I totally understand where you're coming from. It's like weird because people are like in sensation on YouTube, which has millions of videos of like hundreds of millions of people on there or whatever. But it was weird because like King Vader had like a crowd like pop around him. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he must re- like all these people like oh dude i watch your videos on youtube i saw this i saw that i'm a totally huge fan so it's like yeah this guy's kind of a celebrity like people i knew i recognized him when i saw him i was like dude i just watched your like hood hood power rangers like like a few days ago and like he had like this uh like hood version of uh james vaughn which is pretty fucking funny but yeah it's just weird seeing that you can be popular on like streaming service and have like groupies and whatnot it is, yeah. It's it's what's well, also weird when like people notice us like outside of yeah. Well, people notice like like cons and shit. It's like oh, you know, I'll, that's always gonna be weird to me, probably. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It'll be weird when we get surrounded by like a mob of fans. Yeah, that's gonna be real, real weird. weird. When I hear something really weird, I had a crazy ass dream about love Liza Koshy last night. Whom she did it? The the hot chick from YouTube. Liza Koshy, she's the, the little Indian girl. Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Okay, yeah, yeah. dude, I had I had the most craziest dream about her last night. I'm like, I I, I watch her content, but I haven't seen anything from her in like the longest time. I don't even know why she's in my dreams, but uh, she was in my dreams. Oh jeez. <laughs> Just don't tell the students. Well, no, nah. <laughs> don't tell the podcast, right? Yeah. Nah, okay. <laughs> All right, wrap it up. Sounds Here. about good. Yeah, we can wrap it up. I gotta go home and do some painting shit. Who who who's sending us out? I'll send us out. Uh, since you just said who's sending us out, what you doing this weekend? What do you do? Um, not a whole lot. Playing more control. So uh, I've been twitching out a lot of control on our twi- Twitch page. You can catch me fail a lot trying to figure out the game and watch this weird graphical slowdown. Like, I guess maybe we are due for a new console generation because you yeah. can see that if you have like a just a regular ps4 or regular xbox this will test your system there were parts where they the frame rate were dropped really really fucking low because there's hella shit going on the screen if you have a uh, xbox one x or a ps4 pro apparently this is minimized by that so um i've been working through that i mean it doesn't happen a lot it's really only happened to me once 
and it's really really fucking bad you can watch one of the videos you can see it almost becomes unplayable God almost um, but it's only happened once the rest of the game's been good so far um, I've been playing some apex apex uh, updated with the new event so you can see the map has changed again with a new area so I've been playing that uh, you'll see some more of that on our twitch page as well um, gonna try to put in some work into the infinity base if I can hopefully try to make it out um, feel like I'm missing another event. There's no more cons or whatnot, right? No. I don't think anything's happening this weekend. Yeah. No, it's next weekend. I'm going to Star Wars Day for the Giants. It's on a Sunday. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. So I believe that's next Sunday. But other than that, that's it. Stitch, what you got popping? Uh, doing some, some gaming. Um, answering the Amazon delivery guy package <laughs> that he drops off for uh, baby stuff. It's hilarious because it's just new packages uh, she's got yeah. shopping nesting or what i guess they call it nesting, nesting yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. so everything that she sees she i Needs. need this yeah <laughs> so dealing with that whole thing where we're uh, just sort of getting space and everything figured out and uh all of the good stuff that we need uh, uh, the professor still up with you no oh, okay no no okay, he, uh, he moved in with uh his girl all right. or whatever um then i've been playing a lot of daisy i the game is fun um it's a I've jumped on like a holy a whole on daytime only server because normally mm-hmm. it, it cycles between day and night, and uh, the night night cycle is about a good hour where it's like if you don't have a light or anything like that you can't see shit, shit. or whatever. <laughs> but you, you, it's a good chance to get fucked up or and you just sort of kind of chill in your your base or do whatever. But the one I jumped on today it's all daytime twenty four seven so and it was really high populated so it's just a fucking purge of people just fucking going around killing each other and shit. It was, it was really funny. It was a lot of action. We, uh, knocked some dude out and then took his shoes and threw him in the fucking <laughs> ocean. <laughs> yeah. Because if you walk around barefoot, your feet will start to bleed and you'll start to, like, die slowly. Oh, yeah, so we'll just take their shoes and fucking either run off with them or whatever they got to figure it out. What game is this again? It's fucked up. <laughs> Daisy. Damn. Yeah. It's, uh, it, was, it was fucking hilarious. So we were cracking up. And uh, you can also feed them. And then after they die, you can cut them up. And uh, you can... If you eat the person's meat, you get this, like, cannibal laugh and stuff. Like, if you keep <laughs> eating people. But, so, we were knocking them out, taking their shoes, and then feeding them fucking human meat. Damn. So, they have this, like, laugh that can't go away unless their character dies. And we're just like, all right, peace out. Damn. That's fucking shit. It was hilarious. That's up. <laughs> so, I was enjoying that. I'll, uh, I'll try to twitch some of it out and get some good uh, clips of uh, us doing some and that's, fucked is up that, shit. And you're playing on PS4? Yeah. It's a, it was, I guess it was originally Arma or something. Oh, that, Arma game. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. they made a mod to it yeah. to involve like zombies and shit Arma like that. Arma was boring as fuck. You, you're just doing <laughs> yeah. a lot of running around yeah. and just fucking finding gear, crafting shit or whatever. I used to, I, people, in, when I was in Iraq, people tried to get me to play that game. I started playing. I was like, "This is the most boring fucking game. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck are you trying to get me to play this game? Like, if I, I want to play something this boring, I just go out and fucking shoot somebody. Yeah. Like, seriously, like what the fuck? It's it's fucking hilarious. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. All right, Cronus, who are you choking out this weekend? Uh, well, I'm just trying to get the fucking shed done. Uh, shout out to DX Racer. It's the uh, maker of this chair that I'm in. They're not sponsoring this podcast, obviously. Um, but uh, the chair got here and like it had a broken part. It was like a little tab that makes the uh, arms go up and down, like mm-hmm. the the armrest. And I sent him an email, and I was like, "Yo, this part came in like the left one is broken, like the tab broke off." And they messaged me back within like a day. Messaged me back in within a day, and they're gonna send me a whole new left arm rest. So I thought they're gonna send you like a whole new arm, like yeah, take yeah. this one off, <laughs> bionic it's arm, be more yoked arm. No, 
Uh, but yeah, they're gonna send me back one. It was like super easy to to do my claim, and yeah, it's kind of nice to have that level of customer support. I sent them the pictures and everything, so it was just like they they have really no recourse to be like, no, yeah. it ain't broken. <laughs> yeah, it was like legit broken. It's all you, man. Yeah, I mean technically it still works, but it's just like it's hard for me to like lift it up and down. Um, other than that, yeah, just the shed. Uh, doing jujitsu tomorrow and Friday, and then next week I have to go into the fucking office all week. It's gonna be fucking awful. It's gonna be. I haven't worked like a five. Actually, tomorrow next week is gonna be a six day work week for me, and I have That's to go damn. into the office for five fucking days straight. Hopefully, I don't kill my body. <laughs> just saying. We'll see how it works. Anyway, that's all I got. But if you did, I, I would understand. <laughs> so for me, um, I'm going to help out on the shed. Um, like, if you didn't know already, the Swedes and I bought a house. So we're doing, like, a whole bunch of, like, home improvement stuff. So I've been doing a lot of painting. Hopefully, I should have my fucking home office done today. So I can start setting my VR and fucking play VR in, like, a larger <laughs> fucking workspace. Because I've been playing in, like, because VR, you need at least, like, six feet by six feet room. And I've been pushing like the limits of that, like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm like five, five and five half feet shit trying to play games and shit like that. Like there, like there'll be points of the game where like something will be like down on the floor, but I can't reach it because my fucking couch is in the way. <laughs> so I'm like, oh fuck, and I gotta play the game. Like so there's a bunch of games I gotta play, but um yeah, I'm doing that. Um I got a photo shoot happening this weekend. I'm taking pictures of uh Kay Nasa. Remember her? Oh yeah. wow, she yeah, got married, yeah, right? She yeah, I'm doing a photo shoot of her. And um, yeah, other than that, probably drinking and um, home improvement. Yeah, <laughs> drunk, you know. drunk blue out there. Take us out of here, over All right, check us out on the internet. We are Black and Black Times Infinity. Check us out with at B's and BTI's B T H A A B T I on Player FM, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, on YouTube. We go live every Wednesday night, eight thirty Pacific time. Look for us on there, Black and Black Times Infinity. On Amazon, we have an app on there. Also on Radio Republic, we're on there. And check out our official website, binheadproductions.com, forward slash B the BTI. And then on Twitch, look for us, B the BTI. Yeah. They're fucking everywhere. Everywhere. Google us. They know. Mm. Know about us. They know, they know. I'll look up Sama Hayek. Happy birthday to her. She's fine as fuck. Is that serious?